You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. 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 10, 9, ignition sequence start. 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Live on the Exeter Sports Network, it's Exeter Eagles 2023 football. Sponsored by the new Birdies Inn, located at Five Points in Exeter, MikeDragosports.com with the best high school sports coverage in Berks County, and Margarita's Pizzeria in Laureldale. Tonight, your Exeter Eagles host the Daniel Boone Blazers in the 2023 edition of the Pig Iron Bowl. Now to the broadcast booth. Here are your announcers, Darren Ziner and Nate Govan. It's football season and the new Birdies Inn is your place for all the big games. Featuring more than 30 TVs and NFL Sunday ticket so you won't miss a single game, college or pro. Entertainment every day of the week. Good food, good service, good prices, and great people. That's the new Birdies Inn. Located at Five Points in Exeter, 160 Old Friedensburg Road, where they remind you to have fun and be kind. We're coming to you live from a sold-out Don Thomas Stadium, rifed in Pennsylvania for tonight's 2023 season opener between the Exeter Eagles and the Daniel Boone Blazers. Welcome into the Exeter Sports Network booth, along with my broadcast partner, Nate Govan. Nate, say hi. Hello, lovely people, Exeter Township and beyond. It's football, baby. Let's go, Darren. Indeed it is with us as usual is our producer extraordinaire, Jerry Gellif. We don't give him a whole lot of airtime. This time we will. Go ahead. <laughs> Thank you for the airtime, Darren. Thank you. Hello, everybody. We're so happy to be here with you. We absolutely are happy to be here with you. We have a special treat for you this year. New to the Exeter Sports Network, Jerry, a sideline reporter, senior at Exeter, Ava Strauss, She's going to be bringing sideline field content to us. Jerry, a great addition. She's going to be out roving the crowd. She's going to be out taunting the, uh, the, the opposing side. She's nice. going to be over talking to the kids. She's going to be talking to everybody. And she'll be up here running things for a while, too. Ava's already been a great addition, posting a bunch of stuff to social media. And we are thrilled that she is with us. Yes, we are. Friends, it is year number two of the Lancaster Lebanon Berks County League. 28 games on the docket, one of which, of course, tonight here in Riften. We're going to bring you up to speed on the happenings of the evening. But first, Nate, let's take a walk back in time, shall we? Let's think about the Exeter Eagles 2022, where we've come from, where we are, the lofty expectations that last year presents us. So, the 2022 Eagles, absolute juggernauts. Mason Ritelli at QB, 61.4% connecting on his passes, 94 of 153, 1,561 yards. Add 94 rushes, 447 yards, 29 total TDs. Exeter, the last couple years, we talked about this. Going into the season, Colin Payne, basically a one-year wonder. Mm -hmm. He got one year uh, as far as behind the helm. 
Last year, Mason Ritelli didn't know what we'd have leading into the season. Incredible numbers. Now we move to 2023, and it's a different situation. It totally is. Riley Martinez has the advantage of youth on his side. <laughs> so he's coming in. There's not really a whole lot of competition. He is the guy, and he's going to have a chance to grow into this role over the next two to three seasons, Darren. And I think that stability at the quarterback position is what is going to keep this team perennial playoff and championship contenders for years to come. Behind an offensive line that averaged almost 240 pounds, if you remember it well, they graduate Lucas Palange, the lineman of the year, Kyle Lash, Anthony Cachese, of course, 6'6", 280, Richie Karstein, the workhorse behind that line, 234 carries, 1,585 rushing yards, 22 total TDs. Obviously, Nate, a little bit different now. They've got a good nucleus coming back, but something that uh, it might be a work in progress. Oh, yeah, that, that offensive line is definitely going to be a work in progress. And the good thing about it is uh, they do have some senior leadership there. They've got the McConnell twins coming back. We've got Keegan coming back, who's also a senior. So we've got three seniors on the line. And then we bring up the rear with Nate Govan II playing right guard. And then we also have Logan Wegman coming in his junior year as well, too, at right tackle. So it's going to be good to see how they gel together. Um, I'm curious to see if Coach Bauer and staff, whether we try to physically push guys around up front or do we go to more of a zone blocking scheme to take advantage of some of the speed that we have up front. We've talked about the offensive line. We've talked about the QB. Let's talk about who his mate may be, Riley's, in the backfield. Mm -hmm. Certainly something, Nate, could be a running back by committee. Yeah, it, it could be. And that's, you know, Bowers, that, that's a good problem for him to have. You know, um, he's got so much talent at the skill position that he can have a running back by committee. Pharrell Caceres, uh, Zaymar Paschal. Uh, who, who else? Uh, <clears throat> Zumar Boston. Is Nate Pashley. Nate good Pashley. chance he's going to be back he's there. He's going to get some touches. So any way this thing goes, you know, we've, we've got a good shot, and any of these guys can score when they touch the football, and that's what you want your primetime athletes to be able to do. Exeter will have playmakers all over the field. Now we take a look at the tight ends at the wide receivers. You've got six foot five inch Zach Zandier, 22 catches a year ago. Averaged over 16 and a half yards mm -hmm. per catch. That was good for all Burks, all league first team honors at tight end. He is a Coastal Carolina commit. That's a Division I FBS school. Ironically, last year in the Daniel Boone game, the last play before halftime, he's cutting a post 47 yard touchdown. It, it stretched <laughs> Exeter's lead to 35 nothing at the half. Yep. But certainly would be nice to see him do something like that here tonight. But we talk about not only him, but Carter Redding, yes. Jaden Ware, and there's a, a cast of others. Yeah, yeah. Car Carter Redding is one I'm, I'm really looking forward to watching this season. Just crazy talented, very athletic, and I'm just curious to see how the coaching staff uses him. He's been in the backfield a couple of times last season. He's played wide receiver. He's done a very little bit of quarterback back in the day. So he's going to be a literal utility knife out here on the field. We moved to the defense. Last year, they averaged 12 points per game. Mm. Something amazing when you take a look at, I think, the numbers. When, when you look at the scoring in the first half, and I know I have that number here somewhere, 
But needless to say, it was almost 300 points for and maybe 50 against wow. in that first half. Wow. So the defense, Zach Zandier, you know he's going to be on one end. Logan Wegman will be on the other. He's a 6'5", 246-pound junior. They've got beef in the middle on that defensive line, too. Yeah, so, you know, the McConnell twins are going to hold it down in the middle. You'll get Govan the second and also Keegan Sabata. How did, you say, did I say the last name? Sneering Sabatka. Sneering Sabatka. Very so nicely you'll done. You'll see those four rotate in on defense, <clears throat> and they're solid kids. Everybody's about 225 to 230, and they're going to push some guys around, be physical, but they're also quick and can get off the ball very fast. Taking a look at that secondary, Gavin Reiking, Nate Pashley, heat-seeking missiles last year. 68 tackles from that secondary position, you know they're going to be involved tonight. Well, and as they should be, Gavin Reiking is a solid tackler. Uh, He steps up big time every game, makes big plays. Nigel Meekins does his thing, but these guys are ready to play, and they're just ready to go, so it's going to be great. We are winding down. Exeter on the field. Yes, sir. Daniel Daniel Boone, easy for me to say, is over there on the sideline. So while they do their calisthenics, get ready for tonight's game, that gives us time for a quick break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gellif Media. He used to read his sports takes every morning in the newspaper. Now you can find Mike Drago stories in a new format on MikeDragoSports.com, a website dedicated to covering Burke's football inside and out all season and all year long. For four decades, Mike Drago has provided in-depth coverage of Burke's football. Now you can find it again at MikeDragoSports.com. Read feature stories about Berks County's top players, coaches, and teams. Mike's unequaled coverage is just a click away at MikeDragoSports.com. Subscribe today. It's the Exeter Sports Network. We are back at Riveton. Exeter off the field waiting for the playing of the National Anthem. Something to mention, Coach Bauer in his 15th season. 15 years. 15 years waiting for the captains to go on the field. And the captains for this game, Carter Redding, Nigel Meekins, Nate Pashley, Zach Zandier, and Pharrell Caceres. He actually changed numbers, was number 26 last year, has now switched over to number four. Four looks good on him. It does. It's 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 a sleek number. Yes. I, I got a good feeling about Pharrell this season. I think he's going to tear it up. Uh, the shiftiness that he has, the, the the quicks and the juke moves. You know, I watched some film, and he was making some of these guys from William Penn look bad. I mean, he, they literally left their ankles on the other side of the field after trying to tackle him a couple times. So that's going to be real fun for us to watch there. We mentioned Coach Bauer, 105-53. and 53. Mm. In his 15th year, he's only 18 wins behind the individual that they've named this stadium after, Don Thomas. And now we are getting ready for the playing of our national anthem.
gentlemen, please remove your hats. Four degrees here in Riften, no breeze whatsoever. Ah. Basically, if you look at the flag, somebody breathed on it yeah. in order for it to move. Otherwise, that's not happening. That 84 degrees definitely fills every bit of 89 to 91. That's right. Muggy in East Central Pennsylvania this late summer. And, yes, it is still summer. Anybody that wants to say, oh, summer's over. No, it's not. No. Summer's no. over September the 21st. So calm down. Enjoy your summer. That's right. And we'll play football tonight. Oh, what a beautiful night we have to actually play football as well, too, Darren. Uh, the crowd is packed. Like you said, sold-out stadium here. The energy is up. And the Eagles have very big shoes to fill if we talk about what happened last season uh, going all the way to – Almost a championship round prior to losing to Kokalika. Exeter will receive back deep Jaden Zandier and Carter Redding. Zandier's a speedster. Uh, so if he gets the ball and he gets that, that sideline, it could be trouble for Daniel Boone. And right now, as it just looks, Exeter looks not massive compared to Boone, but significantly larger. Exeter definitely has the size. You take a look at the lineups, and Exeter certainly more individuals in the 6'3", 6'4", 6'5", range. Mm -hmm. They do have Daniel Boone, that is, does have the offensive lineman, which we will talk about, uh, 6'3", 265. Expect to see him a lot on the offensive side. Kicking off Justin Adukas. For the Blazers, the ball's on the tee. 2023 football staring us in the face, and it is in the air. It's going to go to the far side. Bounces around. Finally picked up, trying to run right to left. He's going to break through. What did I tell you? What did I tell you? It's Jaden Zander brought down at the 41 yard line of Daniel Boone. He initially fumbled it on the far side of the field, brings it all the way across, picks up some blocks, no laundry on the field. They'll mark him out at the 40-yard line of Daniel Boone. And that's the way you want to start the season, high-energy play. And I called it out. I said, man, if this kid catches the sideline, he's got some jets and he can move. 
Like you said, he caught a couple of blocks. He got to the sideline. He was two steps away from taking that one to the house. A 50-yard return for Jaden Zandier. It's first and 10 Exeter. Ball on the 40. Nate Pashley starts in the gun. He's got it. He's got it off the right side. Following a block, he'll get down to the 41. It's a gain of four. It'll be second and six. Wow, wow. Wasn't, uh, I wasn't expecting to see Pashley out there at quarterback for the first snap of the game, so that would be something to pay attention to. Pashley seems to be back under center. Looks like Jaden Zandier and Carter Redding will line up wide receivers on the right-hand side. He's in the shotgun. He's got sidecar right. Here's the snap. The handoff comes to the near side. It's Farrell Caceres, a huge hole. Breaks through. It'll be a first down. They'll mark him down at the 23-yard line. Ooh, 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 ooh. So, Darren, that offensive line, I don't know if you noticed on that one, but they had the guard in the tackle pull. So, Govan and uh, Logan Wegman pulling and just kicking out guys and clearing, cleaning clocks, so to speak. Nice run by Pharrell Caceres. 13 yards on the carry for Caceres, it's first and 10, ball on, call it the 24. It's a fumbled snap by Pashley. Before he can get anything, he's pulled down immediately. Tackled by Ethan Kryman, the linebacker coming up the middle. Well, and Kryman is a good player. He had over 60 tackles last season, so he's the bona fide leader on that defense. But offensively for Exeter, this is the, the early jitters getting out of here. You know, let's get the snap right. Get it back to the quarterback. Quarterback, you get where you need to be. Get your hands on the football. Second and 10 for Exeter. Passionately in the gun. He's got Caceres to his right. Another, it's not a clean snap. Passionately not able to get it. Tries to run off to the right side. There's nothing there. No gain. It's going to make it third and long. Well, yeah, the snap was low and to the left. So I don't know if that's uh, one of the McConnell twins. I think, I think Matt McConnell is at center. I don't know if he's just throwing it back too hard a little bit or if he's got pressure over top of him. I don't believe he has a man over top of him, so we'll, we'll watch that closely as we come up here on this play. Nate Pashley in the gun. There's two receivers to the left, Zandier and Redding. Here's the snap. Handoff up the middle. It's taking a look. Caceres bouncing it to the outside. He's got some room. Nice. Gets down to about the 10-yard line. It's going to be a first down for Exeter. Mark him out at the 12. It's a 12-yard run, and like I said, first down Exeter. Yeah, so I like what I'm seeing from the offensive coordinator here. We're pounding the ball, setting the tone, being physical, and after a while, we'll be able to pop something over the top on these guys. First and 10, ball on the 12. Nate Pashley again in the gun. Caceres sidecar right, two receivers right. The left is empty. Here's the snap. Pashley has it running off the right side. There's a huge hold. Gets across the five before somebody makes contact with him. Mark him down to the four. That is an eight-yard run. Well, and that's just big-time, big-boy football up front. He's running right up the the side of the right guard, right in the one hole or or the A-gap, whatever you want to call it. And he's just running kids over. That middle linebacker is going to feel that tomorrow morning. Ball on the four-yard line, second and two. Pashley again in the gun. The ball goes through his hands. It's out at the 15. He scoops it up, and he's tackled. 
Nice job, Daniel Boone. Ryan Poor is able to come up from his defensive back spot, trip up Pashley on the left side. It's going to be a considerable loss all the way back to the 23-yard line. Well, and Darren, that's what we got to clean that up, okay? The snaps are a problem, right? So it's, it's very early. It's the first drive of the season. Nobody's panicking, but you don't want to see that specifically negate the three good plays that you had to get to the goal line. A loss of 16, call it third and 16, with the ball on the 18-yard line. And, you know, coach will settle these guys down. You know, they'll get a drink of water. You know, this is their first real chance to go out and hit somebody other than a scrimmage. So they're calming down, get the jitters out, and we'll get back to business. We have a timeout on the field for an injury. It's for Riley Menzel, a 5'9", 220-pound senior. I look over at Jerry. He wants us to stay here. I think that's what that meant. Oh, we can go down oh, to Ava. we've got Ava. Yeah, we got Ava. Let's go down to Ava. Ava Strauss, our sideline reporter. We're waiting for Ava. Good afternoon. There she the goes. time has come for Friday night high school football. For those who don't know me, my name is Ava Strauss, and I'm your student sideline reporter for tonight's game. Now that you know about me a little, let's talk to our Exeter Blue crew. How are we feeling tonight? All right, so it looks like they now, I've tried. I've got a question for a few of you, so let's keep it civil. What is your favorite part about? All right, so coming back to live action, Pashley, they tried to go with a hurry-up snap count, but the left side of the line jumped. They actually got Daniel Boone to jump, but the left side of the line jumped, so a five-yard penalty takes the ball back to the 23. It'll make it third and 21. Well, and in the, uh, on the show the other day, we talked about some of the penalties. Here's a screen to Zandir on the near side. He can't break away from Ethan Kryman on the left-hand side. Actually, it was Stutzman. genuine Stutzman, right. So no gain on the play. It's fourth down. Well, and it's, it's just it's terrible to watch because we were just on, like, the two-yard line after some good run plays and some good yardage by Caceres. And now here we are fourth and long, and we don't even have an opportunity to really kick the ball and try to get three. I would have to think fourth and fourth down 21. They're going to go for it. So, hey, Zandere Pylon, left-hand side. So Nate Pashley takes the snap, but before anything happens, the officials blow it dead, and Daniel Boone calls timeout. Okay. 7.09 to go here in the first. It is scoreless. We'll be back with more Exeter Eagles action. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Every team, every game, all season long. That's the kind of unmatched Berks County football coverage MikeDragosports.com brings to you, and it's just a click away. 
For profiles of the top players in Berks football, season previews of every Berks team, projections for every team in the Lancaster Lebanon League, team photo galleries, and history and stats you can't find anywhere else, turn to MikeDragosports.com. Take advantage of our seven-day free trial from now through the end of the month. Football coverage you can't find anywhere else. That's MikeDragosports.com. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Nate Pashley comes out of the timeout. He's in the gun. Takes it, drops straight back, fires it to the right side. Zandir has it, stretches it out. He's going to be well short of a first down. Ryan poor on the tackle for Daniel Boone. He gets down to the 10-yard line, and that's where they'll turn it over on downs. And that was a smart timeout by Daniel Boone. What you saw out there was Zach Zandir before the timeout flanked on the left-hand side. They were going to go probably deep to him on the left-hand side, try to hit the back pylon. After the timeout, Exeter, Boone wanted to see what they were going to come out in. They saw it. Exeter changed it up, sent Zach on the other side of the field. So you're starting to see a bit of the chess match between coaching staffs here. So Dean Rotter, the senior, taking a look, 6'1", 190, will come out in the gun. He's got two receivers right, actually three to the right. Takes the snap. He's going to try to run it right up the middle. Not a whole lot of room there. The middle of the line closes quickly. Looks like Carter Redding in there. And taking a look at numbers now, it's actually Tyler Flanders. My man, Ty. A 6'1", 185-pound junior on the tackle. Flanders is a physical football player. So they started on the 11. Give Rotter two yards on the carry. So it's second and eight. He's got the snap. He fires it near side. The completion is there. It goes to Max Hefner, who one year ago, 32 catches, led the team for Daniel Boone. He's got the catch. An inside slant at the hash. Yeah, that was a good catch by him. He almost had 500 yards a year ago, so you know he's going, going to be featured. And this quarterback likes to run, too, so we got to make sure we contain him in the pocket. 14-yard pass to him. Rodder under center. Here's the handoff. They try to run off the right side. They're getting a huge push over the 30-yard line. Take him out to the 33, Connor Reed. A 5'11", 185-pound senior pushes that pile. Well, and that's what you don't want to see. They got awesome push uh, from Daniel Boone's offensive line, and there's no reason why our defensive lineman should be seven yards down the field. So we got to get a little bit tougher up front uh, so far. So we'll see them adjust as the game goes on. A 10-yard run for Connor Reed, first and 10 for Daniel Boone at the 33. Rotter in the gun, shotgun left, he looks left, he fires it, it's floating out there, trying to make the grab, and we're gonna see if in fact they give it to him. They say no, he's out of bounds. Again, throwing it to Max Hefner on the far sideline. Incomplete, it'll be second down. And that's pretty solid defense out there by Carter Redding on the corner, Uh, you know. The sideline is your best friend. It's an extra defender out there. You have to use it wisely. Second and 10. Ball on the 33. Rotter, a left-hander. 
Old southpaw, eh? That's right. Connor <laughs> Reed, sidecar left. Three receivers left, one right. Here's the snap. He looks, it's a Ooh, toss to Reed on the outside. He's able to get the corner. He's got the 40 to about the 44-yard line. It's 11 yards. We'll see where they mark it. Very well could be a first down. They're taking a look at the far side. But here is a flag on the field. It looks like it's a hold against Daniel Boone, so it's coming back. We'll take it. However, mental note, that was a nice play by Daniel Boone uh, for good yardage. And the other thing that we noticed on that one, Darren, every time they go trips, they look like the quarterback is going to run to the opposite side, but that time it was an option. So we'll see how much more of that they show and how much Exeter picks up on it. They gave him all the way to the 47-yard line, taking the ball back to the 37. So it ends up being a seven-yard penalty. Actually, it's a 10-yard penalty. Like I said, they took it out to the 47 initially. Yeah. So it's going to be second and six. Ball on the 37-yard line. And we haven't seen Exeter do anything uh, on defense as far as blitzing as of yet. So we'll see what kind of pressure they try to put on this quarterback. Here's a fake handoff. There Nowhere go. to go. And absolutely shut down. Guess what? It's your man, Tyler Flanders. Let's go, Ty. It was a jailbreak. Rotter faked the handoff. Looked to make a move. There was absolutely nobody there except black jerseys. Down he goes at the 29. It's a loss of eight. And talk about being on the money. I just said we hadn't seen him bring any pressure. And here comes Flanders from his outside linebacker spot to make the sack. So let's go. Ball at the 28. Rotter in the gun. Sidecar left. There's the snap. Dropping straight back. Looking left. Firing left. He hits Max Hefner right in the hands. At the 42, he probably would have had plenty of time to gather it in and get the first down, but it goes through his hands. It's incomplete. Hefner e had butterfingers on that one, Darren. Exeter escapes that one. He was wide open. That's, that's the thing I want to focus on. He was wide open, and if, and if the kid had a little stick him, it'd be a different story. But, again, a little bit of rust. We're knocking it off. First game jitters. So taking a look to see who's going to do the punting, for Daniel Boone. Here's a high punt. I should say it's a high snap. Barely gets it away. It was actually Max Hefner, the wide receiver who does the punting. Can't get a whole lot on it because there's a lot of pressure on him, and it only comes out to the 42, and that's the Daniel Boone 42. So call it a 14-yard punt. Or we call it great field position for the Eagles. Which exactly <laughs> is what it will turn into. Yeah, most so definitely. First and 10 for Exeter. Ball on the 42. They come out taking a look to see. It's going to be Riley Martinez in the gun. Pharrell Caceres will be shotgun to his left. Two receivers left. It's going to be Nate Pashley, Carter Redding. Here's the handoff to no, fake handoff. Riley Martinez running up the middle, a big hole. He's going to get down to the 34-yard line. Call it a gain of eight. It'll be second and two. Well, again, the offensive line getting push, making holes, making, line, making way for the quarterback to do his thing, and we're going to see Riley do some running. He's got wheels out there, so 
You know, I think that first drive with Pashley out there at quarterback was just to throw him off. Riley, 6'2", 190. You mentioned the size. He definitely has it. He's got some speed, too. He's in the gun, takes the snap, gives the handoff to Caceres. There's nothing there, though. He's stacked up at the line of scrimmage. It'll make it third down. And as good as the offensive line was on the previous play, they weren't on that play. So we'll get back to basics and, uh, you know, make sure that we know our assignments and we stand on our blocks there. But Daniel Boone showing up, you know. Daniel Boone wants to come out here and, and get into a street fight. They're not scared of the Eagles, and they want to win this football game. All right, so give Riley Martinez 14 on that first run. So first down goes for nothing. It's second and 10. Riley Martinez rolling right, looking, looking, decides Ooh. to bring it down, takes a hard hit right at the line of scrimmage. Number He's 18. hit by Hayden Moyer, a 5'10", 185-pound sophomore. When you take a look at the Daniel Boone team, 30 of the 35 sophomore juniors and seniors, only eight seniors, so a younger team over there on that side. But a nice play right there. Call it third and ten for Exeter. And I like that Riley can run and doesn't mind running. I just want him to run safe. You know, live to run another day, man. <laughs> you know, get rid of the rock. You don't have to hold on to everything. Martinez in the gun. Caceres sidecar right. Two receivers left, one right. Here's the snap. Gives it to Caceres. He's running left, trying to find some room inside, but they close it up pretty nicely. Only give him three yards on it. It'll bring up fourth down. Well, you know, Boone is being very physical up front on their defensive line. So, you know, it's it's evenly matched game right now as far as I'm concerned. I haven't seen one team that really looks completely better than the other. Fourth and seven, ball on the 25. Exeter will go for it. Looks like some confusion, or they want to talk it over on the Exeter sidelines. We've got a timeout. 1.30 to go here in the first scoreless quarter. We will be right back with more action. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. The best Italian food in Muhlenberg can be found at Margarita's Restaurant and Bar, 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. You can get a great sit-down meal, pizza, sandwiches, burgers, wings, and so much more at Margarita's. The chicken and veal marcella are to die for, and the pasta is second to none. Plan your next meal or party at Margarita's. Stop in before or after the next game. That's Margarita's Restaurant and Bar. 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. Fourth and seven, ball on the 25-yard line. Exeter comes out of the break. Two receivers left. It'll be Carter Redding. It'll be Jaden Zandier. All right, let's see what we can do out here, fellas. Uh, we're making Wait, an adjustment waiting for on the clock. some game clock setup. All right, 152 on the clock. We've got it. Head referee gets back into place. 
Riley Martinez in the gun. Caceres sidecar left. The two receivers left. Here's the snap. He's rolling left. He's looking, looking, fires it. Too wide of the intended receiver, Jaden Zandier. It's incomplete, and it'll be a turnover on downs. Well, you see Martinez's first pass if, uh, of the season, basically right there. And what did they do? They rolled the young kid out to his left to try to get him comfortable because he's a little bit more accurate throwing on the run right now with his youth. But, hey, you take your shots. It didn't work out. We'll get back to the drawing board. Daniel Boone will take over. First and 10, ball just outside their own 25-yard line, 146 to go here in the first. But, Nate, I would agree, a lot of jitters here for yeah. Exeter early yeah. on, I think, yeah. once they get them out. And Exeter getting some late substitutions in. Daniel Boone, where's the snap? Oh. Trying a little wildcat here to the near side. Little streak jet action. I believe Ethan Kryman. They try to bring him far side to near. Not a whole lot there. Well, and we look at big number 71, Jordan Meyer. They're trying to run behind him quite a bit. So uh, I like to see how Exeter will kind of counteract that if they'll send more stunts or blitzes to that side just to try to shoot gaps and wreak havoc in the backfield. Give Kryman three, second and seven. Rotter in the gun. He takes it. He's running left. He's got a hole. He'll get the 30 out to the 34-yard line. It'll bring up third and one. Let's go, Dobble. Great tackle by him. So, again, nobody really standing out. But right now, Boone's drive does look pretty good. They're, they're getting momentum, it looks like. So, let's see what the Eagles can do. Rotter in the gun. High in motion. He'll take the snap. Nice. Tries to get by, There's but Cam. I don't think so. Cameron Halzak. Let's go. A six foot two, 200 pound junior from the right side comes in, grabs him by the shoulder pads, throws him down, put the ball at the 32 yard line. It's a loss of two. It'll be fourth and three. Cameron Howzak playing opposite side of Zach Zandier at the defensive end spot. He's, he's got a great physical body. He's long. Uh, he's got a crazy wingspan. And when he gets going around that edge, he can make some plays. So I'm glad to see him blossom this season. 12 minutes in the books here at Riften. We are scoreless. We will be back after these commercial messages. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the oldies on Monday, open mic Tuesday, trivia or live music on Wednesday, Thursday is karaoke with Angie, and live music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. Check Birdies' Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule. 
Daniel, Daniel Boone comes out, fourth and three, ball on the, their own 32. They line up to go for it. Rotter under center. Power backfield, looks like they're just gonna try and draw Exeter off. Rotter slamming the shoulders down a little bit harder. Can't call him offside. Obviously, Exeter's talked about it. Way to hold your water. And Daniel Boone will call timeout. Something that we saw there, Nate, Exeter's defense in that last stand mm -hmm. starting to assert itself. They gave up a little bit of yardage, but when they needed to come up, they really put the ears back and, and they pinned them. And that's what you want to see. They were getting pushed around a little bit, first two or three plays in that drive, but calm down, settle in. They sent a couple of different blitzes to kind of – make that offensive line think, you know, because I think those first couple of plays, they were just firing off the football and trying to blow people off the football. We got them thinking a little bit, and now we're able to wreak some havoc, and it's paying off for us. Nice job. Looks like they're going to try it again on fourth down. Here's the handoff. There is absolutely nothing there. Taking a look to see who for Alex Pinero. Able to Stop him in the middle of 5'10", 150-pound senior. And we also got Joel Marino in on that one, too. Uh, sophomore making plays. Stop him about a yard and a half shy. And it's going to be first and 10 Exeter on the Daniel Boone 33. That's one of those you kind of know you're outclassed if you're uh, Okanuski. So you figure, you know what, maybe lightning will strike. <laughs> And we'll, we'll get a first down here. It doesn't. Uh. So Martinez in the gun. Caceres behind him. He gets the handoff. He's running right, but there's nothing there. Ethan Kreiman runs him down from behind. Drags him down. So obviously, I don't know if it's the blocking up front that uh, isn't taking care of that end because he's coming from the left side. And that's what I was just pulling my hair out about, Darren. There's no way in the world the backside away from the play side. Defensive end should be running down the running back. So come on, fellas, let's go. So a first and 10 is a two-yard loss. Make it second and 12, ball on the 32-yard line. Martinez in the gun, a flag flies. Could be a delay of game. Oh, it's a false start. We talked last year how penalties plagued Exeter all season long. Here's an offside, or excuse me, a false start, which will cost him five. Well, and that's the second penalty penalty for uh, Exeter of the ball game so far. I am keeping track of that stat today because of how penalized we were last year. You said it was almost 700 yards of penalties. That kind of undisciplined football has to vanish from this program. Second and 14, ball in the 37, fakes the handoff. Martinez rolling, firing it deep. Nate Pashley alone, all alone. I'm not sure if it he just misjudged it or what. It looked like he had a few steps going to the post on the far left side, but it falls incomplete. Well, a couple different things on that. I like that Exeter took the shot down the field. So when we do that, we keep Daniel Boone honest. We give confidence to the young sophomore quarterback that, hey, kid, we'll let you sling it every now and again. And it wasn't a bad ball. Nate Pashley just couldn't come down with it. Third and 14. Holding. And here is a penalty on Exeter. I'd love to get the jersey number on that one. 
So here's a hold. They'll take them back 10 more. They'll replay the down. It's going to be third and 24. Third and forever. Penalties are the only way you can really hurt yourself. Well, and you know, you need all your toes, so don't shoot yourself in the foot, Darren. Come on, man. Third and 24. Jerry. <laughs> Ball on the 47. I'm sorry, Jerry. It just, I'm, just trying to, I'm just trying to call the game. Here's a handoff to Caceres. He's running middle. He's got nice. a big hole up the middle. He'll get down to about the 30-yard line, still about six, seven yards shy. Darren, what we're watching here is, believe it or not, it's inconsistency, but it's also growth. You know, holding penalty. We back ourselves up 10 yards, but then you see big gaping holes. So these kids have what it takes to move the football. We're just young. We're getting it together. Um, sky's the limit for this team. Give them a 16-yard run. It actually makes it a little interesting. I thought that mm -hmm. was going to be third down, and this would be fourth. But apparently it's third and eight. I'd like to see a play-action pass here. And there's going to be timeout Exeter. So 10-11 to go here in the second. And we are going to go down to our sideline reporter, Ava Strauss. My apologies. Let me tell you guys, bit of a different start than I thought for Exeter and Boone. I thought Jaden Zandier would have that first touchdown right in the beginning, but Daniel Boone's definitely got them contained. They're tackling a lot back and forth, so I hope to see this turn around soon. Jerry? Ava, what's the atmosphere like down there? Oh, she can't hear me. Okay. Ava doing a great job down there on the sideline for us. Yeah, she's, she's awesome. Great addition to the squad. Uh, you know, and she's really going to bring a, a side of the game that, you know, we wouldn't normally be able to see from up here. She's down there in the trenches in the mix. Got to love that. Third and eight. Ball is going to be on the 31-yard line. Martinez in the gun takes it. Drops straight back, looking right. Fires it to the corner for Pashley. It's over his head, incomplete. He's looking for a flag. No call. Yeah, nothing on that one. So it'll be incomplete. Call it fourth and eight. Well, and on fourth and eight, of course we're going to go for it. And honestly, Boone hasn't really been able to move the ball. So every time we stop them, we always have great field position. So if I'm Bauer and his coaching staff right now, I'm just going to let it rip and take my chances. Interesting part here. They've gone to Pashley deep to the left corner to the right corner. Haven't really used the middle of the field yet as far as the passing game. We'll see. Riley Martinez in the gun. Caceres to his right. He's rolling right. Zach, He's looking. Down the middle. He's Give looking. It to me. Wide open. There oh. is Jaden Zandier in the corner of the end zone. Touchdown, Exeter. And I'm looking for one Zandier, but no, you get the other. Let's go, baby. He beats his man off the corner all alone. Riley Martinez, a nice job dropping it in the bucket. And it's a 31-yard pass play. Touchdown for Exeter. Well, and again, they're letting this young quarterback be okay. You know, they're not, they're not bottling him up and saying, hey, we're going to turn you into captain check down. You're only going to throw two, three yards down the field. They're letting the young guy sling the rock. Love the confidence. Zach Zandier will line up for the PAT. 
Carter Redding holding. He oh, can't get it down. He rolls out right, throws it to Aiden Dauble, who breaks off the line. And guess what? Carter Redding starts off the 2023 season as Mr. Two-Point Conversion right off the bat, Jerry. So, you know, Darren, we talked about this just the other day. And, you know, I'm not going to toot my own horn, but did I not talk about Carter Redding's ability to throw because he played quarterback in the heyday, and I wondered how they would use these different athletes that they have. Look at that. That's lovely, baby. Ten minutes flat to go here in the second. Exeter on the board first. They get the two-point conversion. The snap a little low. Carter didn't feel like he could get it down. Roll to his right. Aiden Dauble being quite aware of what happened is able to come off the line take a look back nice little dink eight nothing exeter and you talk about awareness you know that's priceless you know when you when you teach the game of football teaching awareness is one of the more difficult things because that's an intangible thing you know uh some kids got it some kids don't but shout out to eight and to be able to make play in that position zach zandier will kick it off for exeter back deep for Daniel Boone, it's going to be the sophomore Fred Lacey, 6'2", 190. Mm-hmm. Ethan Kryman, the running back, back there on the far side as well. Darren, once again, our two-point specialist, Carter Redding. By the way, I looked it up. He had four last year, mm. not three. All right. So any given moment, Carter Redding can show up. He's and like, make the two happen. He's like a, a, a special type of player. Uh, who was the old guy from from the from the Bills back in the day? Steve Tasker. Tasker. Remember the special teams like God? Uh, Carter Reddick, man. Two-point conversion specialist. Love it. Zach Zandier approaching the football. He's got a foot into it. Good kick. It'll come down at about the seven. Lacey has it running on the left side. Gets hit. Taken down around the 29-yard line. So, and that's where Daniel Boone will take over first and 10. And what, what I was going to say, Darren, Freddie Lacey, um, you didn't see anybody writing about him or talking about him leading up to this game. And I didn't, I couldn't figure out why. And he wasn't, I looked at some tape of them against them, uh, them playing Boyertown, and he wasn't in that game. But Freddie Lacey might be the best all-around athlete on this team. Uh, he got varsity stamps as a freshman last year. Uh, so watch out for him. Certainly watching him bring that ball back has the speed. A Mm 23-yard return there. They give him the 30-yard line. That's where Daniel Boone will take over, first and 10. And I'm surprised he's not being utilized more. So that's what happens when you get a different coach come in sometimes. You know, you got to reprove yourself. Rotter in the gun. Reed sidecar right. Two receivers right, one left. Highs the tight end. He drops straight back. He's looking. There's pressure on the right. Flushes him out. He's able to get the right side, but a nice play. Taking a look to see who came up on that play. Was that Carter Redding? Alex Pinheiro on the left side. Comes up, makes a nice play. He's going to get five on it. So a nice job of uh, improvising, if we can get that word out. Improvision, something like that? Improvising, improvision, something like that. Improvisation. There we go. (laughs) That's what we're going with. I like the tackle by Alex. He just took his legs away. You can't run without your legs. Never fails. Ball on the 35-yard line. Second and five. 9.05 to go here in the second. Rotter in the gun. He gets it. He's rolling. Throws it quick in the flat. 
on the left side. High tries to get it, but Nate Pashley gets there about the same time as the ball does. Jars it loose. It's incomplete. It'll be third down. Well, and that's what you want to see. Timing, not there too early, not there too late. And one of the big-time receivers for Daniel Boone, who are supposed to be big-time receivers this year, not able to come up with the catch. Third and five, Daniel Boone. Rotter goes over to the sideline, gets the play. He's back in. They break the huddle, come out to the line. Two receivers left, one right. Rotter will have Connor Reed to his right. Here's the snap. Fakes the handoff, tries to run right. There is absolutely nothing there. Taking a look to see who it may have been. Yes, sir. There you go, your namesake, Nate Govan the second there to stuff the run. It's going to be a loss of one. Yeah, it's, it's just the same way I taught him, Darren. Extend your arms, get off the block, make the play, baby. Play football on the opposite, line of the opposite side of the line of scrimmage. But good job by him. So Rotter has a one-yard loss. Put the ball on the 34, and Daniel Boone will kick it away. This will be Max Hefner. He scoops it up. He's able to get it away. It'll hit around the 44 of Exeter. Still rolling, still rolling. And it'll actually roll out of bounds. They'll give him the 43-yard line. And that's where Exeter will take over first and 10. 8.08 to go. It looks like eights and zeros are wild on the board. Mm -hmm. 8 nothing Exeter. 8.08 to go. Wow. We need to play that number for the lotto? You very well could. (laughs) Well, this is going to be the, uh, we'll call it the worst field position Exeter's had so far. So they got a little ways to go, but... With the way they're allowing Martinez to to throw, I think Boone is going to now have to respect the deep ball. Now let's look for Exeter to pound it a little bit and hit him with something short underneath, soften that gut up. Riley Martinez is in the gun. Caceres to his left, two receivers left. There's the snap, handoff to Caceres right up the middle. Huge hole. He's able to break the 50, still on his feet, pushing the pile down to the 45. It'll be a 13-yard run at a first down for Exeter. So I count one, two, three, four, five, right? It, it was a good play. I don't want to take anything away from, from our team. But what, what I do want to see is there were, I want to see more black jerseys helping Pharrell while he's getting tackled. I don't want to see all white jerseys on him at one time. I want the old linemen finishing their block, staying on their man until the whistle blows. First and 10, ball on the Boone 45. It shotgun snap, handoff to Caceres. He'll pick up a couple. It'll make it second and eight. Oh, yeah, I thought I'm going to stand Zaymar. corrected. Zaymar, so you see one four. Now they throw yep. another four on that one. <laughs> they doubled up on you. I'm telling you, it happens. And I've been waiting to see Zaymar Paschal get a chance to get in here. Uh, because he's going to be an intricate part of this offense. I think as time goes on, we're going to see him really show his running prowess. Martinez in the gun. Paschal to his left. He drops straight back. Looks right. Fires right. Tries to hit. It's actually intercepted by Max Hefner. He tried going, taking a look here. He tried going for... Looked like Jaden Ware. Jaden Ware, number 10. But it was a little behind him, allowing Max Hefner to come up, take the ball away. Not only was it behind him, it was late. 
and not for nothing, it was kind of bobbled in the air, and Hefner was actually laying on the ground almost, and it fell in his lap, so he got lucky. Uh, we'll take a look at the instant replay on that one, but good play by Boone. You know, they, they got the ball. The pickoff gives them the ball first and 10 on their own 35, 6.58 to go here in the second. Exeter up, 8-0. Rodder will come out in the gun. He's got a new running back. It's going to be Hayden Moyer. Two receivers right, one left. Here's the snap. Gives it to Moyer up the middle. Logan Wegman grabs nice. onto him. <laughs> and Logan's so big, he just swallows that kid up <laughs> as he takes him to the ground. Aiden Dauble gives him a little help, too, but there's a three-yard gain. Let's go 13. So give Moyer a three-yard gain. And for you guys at home, it's a beautiful night. The lights are on. We got about a half moon in the sky here, and it's just before dusk. And it's beautiful, beautiful football weather. We wish you were here, but since you're not, we're glad that you're listening with us. We've got an injury timeout on the field that will allow us to step away. 6.45 to go here in the second. 8-0 Exeter will be back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. He used to read his sports takes every morning in the newspaper. Now you can find Mike Drago stories in a new format on MikeDragoSports.com, a website dedicated to covering Burke's football inside and out, all season and all year long. For four decades, Mike Drago has provided in-depth coverage of Burke's football. Now you can find it again at MikeDragoSports.com. Read feature stories about Berks County's top players, coaches, and teams. Mike's unequaled coverage is just a click away at MikeDragoSports.com. Subscribe today. We are back, still tending to the injured Boone player. Yeah, I, can't, we, I didn't get a number on that one, Darren. Hopefully he's, whoever it is, is, is all right, and uh, they're just taking their time and being precaution, cautious out there. Right. Both teams on the sideline right now as they tend to him. And we've got an 8-0 score here. Um, the game doesn't – the game feels close, too. I mean, as far as how well these teams are playing, again, there's only really been one knockout punch thrown, you know, the deep ball to Jaden Zandier in the corner. But other than that, it's kind of been push a little bit here, push a little bit back there, even cue. I think what we're seeing as well is, and Daniel Boone's coach, J.D. Okanuski, has said this as well, is – they don't necessarily have a whole lot of size, and That's a lot right. of their players are going two-way as well. Mm -hmm. So, as you know, not always the easiest to come out with that same energy on the yeah. offensive side of the ball as the defensive side, and unfortunately that can lead to uh, potentially something like this. So let's hope this isn't too serious uh, as we move forward. He's moving around, which is a good sign. Yeah. Uh, looks like it's something lower extremity. Yeah, exactly. And he does look to be in a, a tad bit of discomfort. Um, but they're got him. Oh, that's the big fella. It's the big fella, 71. Jordan Myers, I believe the name yep, is. Yep, Jordan Myers, 6'4", 275. Good to see the big fella on his feet and walking off. And, you know, these, these linemen, man, you know, their knees and things like that, they're delicate, man. You know, they get rolled up on, and they got to do a lot of pushing and a lot of stuff with their legs. So 
Glad to see him be okay. Absolutely. Able to walk off on his own power. Always good to see. So we'll go back to play second and seven. The ball on the 38-yard line. Dean Rotter leads the offense. The lefty senior. Hayden Moyer, sidecar left. There's trips left. Three receivers left, one right. There's that trips. Here comes the run. Here's the snap. He's looking. He's looking. Rolling right. Still looking downfield. Puts it up. But there's a, a hand. Nate Govan, the second, gets a hand on the pass. One of those tough ones. He's rolling right. And as a left-handed quarterback, trying to throw, square his shoulders. But a Nate Govan, the second, able to get a paw on it. Knocks it down. It's incomplete. Call it third down. And that's defensive lineman rushing 101. If you can't get to the quarterback, get your hands up and try to make a play. So good play by Nate on that one. And, uh, you know, we'll keep pushing. Let's go, defense. Third down and seven. Rotter in the gun. Two receivers right, one left. Single setback. Here's the snap. Rolling right. Here's a pitch to the left. I should say left. I said right. Moyer tries to break through. He's able to get through, and he's going to have enough for a first down. That was a nice play. Exeter was not ready for that one. Um, yeah, they kind of faked right, came back left, and the quarterback got the pitch. There was only two guys running on the left side. Everybody else kind of went right, and the defense saw that and just flowed that way. So that was a really good play call by the Boone coaching staff. So Moyer gets eight yards on the pitch to mm. the left. It's a first down, ball marked at the 47-yard line. Call it the 46. Here's the snap. Hand it to Connor Reed. There's a huge hole on the right side, but Laundry comes in late. Mm. This one will come back in the area of offensive holding. Well, and that's what happens when your defensive line is getting pressure. You know, these guys, they, they start to hold. You know, you, you see the, the remnants of that. So, actually, the they up. could call this a chop block. It looked like he could have called a chop block. So, if he was engaged, one lineman was engaged and somebody else went low. Yep, they're calling a chop block. Yeah. And you just can't do that um, because that's really about the safety of the players. So uh, good job by the referees for enforcing that rule and making player safety important. So that's going to be a 15-yard penalty. Mm. Take them back first and 25. The ball will go all the way inside the 40 to the 36-yard line. How do they say, Darren? Push them back, push them back, way back, right? It'll actually be a 10-yard penalty, so call it first and 20. Here's Rotter in the gun, takes the snap, fakes, goes back, comes back to the near side to Moyer. Nice sidestep. He's got some running room, breaking a few tackles, still on his feet. Inside the 45, gets to the 40, where he's taken down by Alex Panero. But nice job of running there for Hayden Moyer on the left-hand side. A huge gain and a first down for Daniel Boone. Yeah, that was a heck of a run by that guy. The play was well blocked, but what I can also say is th there was poor tackling on the defensive end. Uh, the arm tackling is not going to get it done. We got to wrap up and get the ball carried down to the ground. A 23-yard catch and run for Hayden Moyer. <laughs> and it, it was like 
what, second and 20, your third and 20? It was first and 20 first right and there. 20. So first and 10 on the 41, oh, yes. a handoff oh, yes. to Connor Reed, and he is met immediately. Ryan McConnell. Ryan McConnell, big number 77, shoots the gap, gives him nowhere to go. It's a loss of four. It'll be second and 14. And that's the physicality that the McConnell twins bring to that offensive line. See, you, you'll see the McConnell twins at D-tackle. You'll see Nate Govan at D-tackle. You'll see Keegan at D-tackle. Uh, and, like, Nate, Nate is strong, but he's fast. But these McConnell boys, they're just brute strength athletes. And that was a prime example of it. Inside 430 to go here in the second. Rotter in the gun. Three receivers right, one left. Drops straight back. He looks, fires. Wide open. He hits Hefner. Wow. Again, can't bring it in cleanly. But Rotter takes a huge shot from Aiden Dauble. He's able to get up. So, But Hefner whew. catches it for a seven-yard gain. Well, let me take a look here. Yeah, it was, it's a, it's it, was second, it was second and 14, so that's about 11 yards on it. Well, we got to shore up the middle of that field. Um, he was wide open sitting there, nobody around him. So I got to pay attention to see whether we're in a zone because we definitely weren't in a man uh, coverage that time. Third and three from the 34. Here's Rodder nice. trying to there dance around. There is nothing there on the right side. They plan him. McConnell finishes it off. We'll see if they even take it back a yard or two. They'll say he got there to the original line of scrimmage, but there is a flag on the play. And again, defensive line is stepping up. Uh, and you know, McConnell, Govan is second. Tag teaming on that defensive play right there. And it is holding against Daniel Boone. That'll take the ball back to the 44-yard line. Call it third and 13. And you see Logan Wegman and Nate Govan second coming off, getting a well-deserved break. And uh, Keegan's into the game now at defensive tackle, and you're going to see him tear it up. He's another real strong kid. He's one of the strongest on the team as far as his bench press is concerned, too. Rodder gets the play from the sideline, breaks the huddle. Get to the line quick. Look like they want to try to hurry up and snap and it. And here they call timeout, does Daniel Boone. Okay. 3.03 to go here in the second. It's 8 nothing. Exeter. Gives us time for a quick break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gellif Media. It's football season and the new Birdies Inn is your place for all the big games. Featuring more than 30 TVs and NFL Sunday ticket, so you won't miss a single game, college or pro. Entertainment every day of the week. Good food, good service, good prices, and great people. That's the new Birdies Inn. Located at Five Points in Exeter, 160 Old Friedensburg Road, where they remind you to have fun and be kind. This is the Exeter Sports Network. Wow, what an intro that is. This is the Exeter Sports Network. <laughs> I almost missed it. I, I, looking at my notes, I'm like, what was that? All right, so Daniel Boone now 
third and 13, ball on the 44-yard line. Rotter in the gun. He's rolling to his left. Here comes a Tyler Flanders, and it's picked off. Picked Let's off. Let's go, Joel. Joel Amarino. So Rotter tries to float it to the left-hand side. Amarino, from his backer position, gets it. They don't call, I don't know, is there a flag there? There is. This is going to be a face mask, face mask. on Daniel Boone. Omarino came, got nice. it, and then whichever backer or offensive lineman was there grabbed his face mask and yanks him to the ground. So what I want to do, Darren, is give a big-time shout-out to number nine, Tyler Flanders, who's playing like a man with his hair on fire out there today. It was his pressure on the quarterback that caused the Aaron throw and allow Joe Marino to, to get that interception. So Tyler's playing well, and this is what you're seeing. The young guys are maturing. These are the guys who didn't get a chance to play because we were so stacked and loaded last year. But we got talent coming up and through. So Bowers managing it really well, and you're seeing the fruits of that today. So the face mask on Joel Amarino takes the ball all the way to the Boone 40. Riley Martinez in the gun. He's got... Zaymar Paschal to his left. Mm -hmm. Single receivers right and left. Carter Redding in motion. It's go, a Carter. jet sweep to Carter going left. He's got some room. He's got the 25, Let's the go. 20. Let's hits go, the five. middle of the field. Touchdown, Exeter. Let's go, five. 40 yards on the jet sweep, and Carter Redding makes it a 14-0 Exeter lead. And again, explosive athlete. He's able to do a ton of things. And I said, you'll see him in the backfield every now and again. They move him around so much. Wide receiver, running back, uh, two-point conversion specialist. Let's go, five. Let's make it happen. Touchdown, Eagles. Just like that gives you a reminder. Last year, Joey Schlaffer, you put him in the game. He was a big play player. That's right. Carter Redding establishing himself as that already today. This is big play potential. Big play potential. And the crazy thing is, we've got like four or five Carter Reddings on a squad that can do that. That's what makes us so dangerous. We've got a timeout on the field. We'll keep it right here. Exeter was late getting some substitutions in for the PAT. So instead of taking a penalty, they decide to burn a timeout. Well, so that'll give us time to talk here. But that's the situation where... Yeah perfect you know as far as you go to the guy that you think can potentially blow this open he's beautiful in reading those blocks <laughs> he takes his time he's not rushing it he's got his hand behind the offensive lineman cuts it to the inside outruns everybody else and of course gives them the 14 nothing lead and right now exeter is winning the battle in the trenches on both sides, the offensive line and the defensive line. So Carter Redding will put the ball down for Zach Zandier. Zach hit six PATs a year ago, so he's been in this situation before. He punches it through, and it's good. 2.48 to go here in the second. It's Exeter 15. Daniel Boone, nothing will be back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Every team, every game, all season long. 
That's the kind of unmatched Berks County football coverage MikeDragosports.com brings to you, and it's just a click away. For profiles of the top players in Berks football, season previews of every Berks team, projections for every team in the Lancaster Lebanon League, team photo galleries, and history and stats you can't find anywhere else, turn to MikeDragosports.com. Take advantage of our seven-day free trial from now through the end of the month. Football coverage you can't find anywhere else. That's MikeDragosports.com. We are back here in Ripon. Daniel Boone awaits the ball. Fred Lacey on the right. Ethan Kryman on the left. Zach Zandier puts it on the tee, walks back to his huddle. Nate again, just like it was at the start of the game, mm-hmm. the flag about as still <laughs> as you could possibly see it. Yeah, there's, there's not a breeze in the area, um, but the, the temperature has dropped a little bit. Uh, my brow is nowhere near as moist as it was at the beginning of the first, first quarter. So I'm not going to complain about that, man. We're just going to rock out and enjoy the game. 80 degrees right now as Zach Zandier puts the ball in the air. Lacey comes down with it at the 18-yard line. He's got the 20, running to the far side of the field. 25, nice tackle there, though. Nice. Taking a look to see, is that Carter Redding on that side? Oh, Alex Panero again. You know, the eight and the five. We've talked look, about this before. Alike, yeah. Trying to pick some of these numbers out with the glare off the field isn't always the easiest thing to do. Well, you're, you're being nice about it, Darren. The real problem is you got blue numbers on a black jersey. So that makes it hard to see. So whoever made that call, bad call, we should reverse that and do something different. But thank, thank you, Darren, for being nice about it. So he takes it 20 yards to the 28-yard line. First and 10, Boone. Rotter in the gun. They're in the eye aside of him. Two receivers left. There's the snap. He's looking, looking, looking. Runs out of time and goes down. Logan Wegman. Big time. On the near side, taking a look. There was a jailbreak. Keegan sneering Sabatka got there as well. Let's go. And see, Darren, what you're seeing is that defensive line rotation. They've got three, four guys that they can rotate in and keep them fresh. Yes, some of them or most of them are playing both ways, but they got enough to keep them fresh. So we're just sending fresh dogs time after time after time. And after a while, that O-line just, they can't keep up with it. You're seeing them get tired and wear down. A six-yard loss on the sack. Call it second and 16. Mm -hmm. Ball on the 23. Rotter in the gun. Hands it to Reed, who's running right. Not a whole lot there. He'll only make it as far as the 25. Nice tackle by Pasher. So two yards for that. It's going to be third and long. So, Darren, uh, Zaymar Pasher on defense, you know, I hadn't, we hadn't seen a lot of him playing defense, but he is a – He's a bullet out there. I mean, he really flies around, and he likes contact. So I'm looking to see him get get in and get in there and make more plays. As many players as we've called their numbers, we yeah. haven't even said Nigel Meekins' number yet. He's on the near side. He is a shutdown corner. He's going to be on Max Hefner this time. Well, we'll see what happens. Rotter in the gun takes the snap. He bumps into his running back, getting charged. Throws it to the near side. Kryman has it, but he runs out of room on the sideline. Oh, it's a catch. It is a catch. 
They'll give him the 33-yard line. It's an eight-yard gain, but it'll still be fourth and six. And to your point, Darren, you haven't heard Nigel's, Nigel Meekin's name because they ain't going to throw the rock to his side. That's what happens. You know, the, some of the best recognition as a cornerback you can get is to not get your name called because they're not throwing your way. Fourth and six from the 33. Max Hefner will kick it away for Boone. He stands at his own 20. Nate Pashley back at his own 34. Here's the kick. It's on its way. Near side, it goes out of bounds. Carter Redding makes the catch out of bounds at the 40. They're going to mark it at the Eagles 45, and that's where they'll take over first and 10. All right, so we got another opportunity here for the Eagles to go out and see how well they execute, okay? They're starting to look like the better football team. It's almost halftime, and before it was pretty even kill, but right now they're starting to look like the better football team. How can they manage it and keep it going and execute through the half? There's, what, 57 seconds left on the clock. I want to see them go out here, not make any mistakes, and keep it pushing. A 22-yard punt from Hefner, first and 10. Martinez in the gun, fakes the handoff, drops straight back, fires it over the mill. He's got Pashley. He goes up and gets it. He's going to come down. They're going to give him the 20-yard line. 35 yards on the pass and catch. 51 seconds on the clock. He spiked the ball. Nice. First and 10. Martinez does spike it. So 48.4 on the clock. He comes over to the sideline to get the next play. Well, Darren, speaking of names you haven't heard, uh, you haven't heard Zach Zandier on offense. They're double teaming him. What I've been noticing is, number one, they're having somebody come up and chip him off the line of scrimmage. They always are trying to put a hand on him to slow him down in routes. But we're getting closer to the red zone. We should see him operate between the hashes here. Martinez in the gun. Paschal on the right. They're looking to Zandir near side. He's got two on him. Can't come down with it. It's incomplete in the right corner of the end zone. That's one of those having the utmost confidence when you're throwing it up against two it defenders. It falls incomplete. It's third and ten. Well, I anticipated it being down the middle of the field, but it was to the right-hand side. But, again, they had two defenders on him. and you're, He's going to draw that all the time. So these other guys have to step up. A flag on the field. They're going to walk it off against Exeter. It's going to hurt once again. Call it a personal foul. 15 yards will take the ball all the way back to the 35-yard line. Holding. I don't know if that was holding or not. It looked like they walked off 15, 5, 10, 15 yards. Yeah, they, they called that the personal foul on somebody. Yeah, that's probably somebody. Because it's, it's third and 30, and here is... Look you. out, Zaymar Paschal on his horse, you. and he's going to take it to the house. Touchdown. Listen, they're not going to be able to keep that young man off the field. He's a force to be reckoned with. They're going to figure it out really they, soon. They move the ball back to the 41. It's third and 30. Handed off to Zaymar Paschal. He runs off the right end, basically through the entire defense into the corner of the end zone. One nice cutback at about the five. Goes in, Exeter scores in about 35 seconds. Actually, 25 as I look. 
So uh, one thing for sure, two things for certain, when your running back goes into the end zone standing up, that's great blocking by your offensive line. The PAT blocked by the interior line. So that no good. 33.4 to go here in the first half. It's 21-0 Exeter. But there is that power, there's that speed. You were just talking about Zamar Paschal on the defensive side of the ball. Yep. He got it there, compact, short strides, yep. a burst of speed, great vision, takes it to the house. Well, you know, his talent is undeniable. Honestly, I, uh, I wonder why he didn't touch the Rockmore last season. But that shouldn't be the case this year. There's plenty of opportunity between him and Caceres. We should have no problems in the backfield. And what I don't want Coach Bauer to do is to get too cute with these guys and seven them in and, out, in and out, let them play and get their rhythm. That was actually something that we talked about last year. As we moved along, he would take players out. Mm -hmm. Games would get a little bit closer than he would have liked. So I think he learned something from that. And it's one of those you do want to give your guys a break, but at the same time, you still have to stay in that particular game and take them out at the appropriate time. Yeah, stay in your lane. Don't get cute. Don't overthink it. Just play football. Kryman and Lacey are deep for Daniel Boone. Kryman on the left-hand side, Lacey on the right. Keep an eye on his Lacey kid. We don't want him to catch the corner on us. Zach Zandier has the ball on the tee. They're lined up. He's got the okay from the official. Approaches the football. And it's in the air. It's a squib, dare I say. It goes down low. Picked up by the up man. Tyler Flade is on the tackle. Joseph DiGiacomo. Go figure. The Giacomo, that's a classic last name. Yes, right? it is. And one that I've had challenges with in the past, Nate, just ask Jerry. He oh, loves, really? He loves reminding well, hey. me of it every single time it comes up. Joe DiGiacomo. There you go. See, it, you know, it you, makes you think of Joe DiMaggio, right? That's right. You've got it nailed. It does. It almost rhymes. It's pretty good. So it was a squib kick. Daniel Boone has it at the 43, 29.9 seconds. Rotter will come out under center this time. Reed in the backfield. Three receivers right, one left. I oh, don't know. Wegman, no. Logan Wegman moved off the right side, but I don't know if he was drawn, drawn off, off or if they weren't set. We'll find out. Oh, they're just going to say rewind the clock, and they're not going to call anything. That, that's always interesting. <laughs> I mean, I'm waiting to see. Well, apparently they are going to walk it off. Looks like, a, well, I don't. You know what? I'm at a point where I'm just going to watch to see what happens because I went back and forth three times, and they're just going to let the clock run. So they're not okay. even going to run a play. And that's going to be the end of the first half here in Ripton. We have played 24 minutes. It's Exeter 21, Daniel Boone nothing. We will be back with halftime comments after this break. We thank you for listening. This is the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gellif Media.
kind of unmatched Berks County football coverage, MikeDragosports.com brings to you, and it's just a click away. For profiles of the top players in Berks football, season previews of every Berks team, projections for every team in the Lancaster Lebanon League, team photo galleries, and history and stats you can't find anywhere else, turn to MikeDragosports.com. Take advantage of our seven-day free trial from now through the end of the month. Football coverage you can't find anywhere else. That's MikeDragosports.com. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the oldies on Monday, open mic Tuesday, trivia or live music on Wednesday, Thursday is karaoke with Angie, and live music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. Check Birdies' Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule. The best Italian food in Muhlenberg can be found at Margarita's Restaurant and Bar, 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. You can get a great sit-down meal, pizza, sandwiches, burgers, wings, and so much more at Margarita's. The chicken and veal marcella are to die for, and the pasta is second to none. Plan your next meal or party at Margarita's. Stop in before or after the next game. That's Margarita's Restaurant and Bar. 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. It's the Exeter Sports Network. We are back at Riften. Your halftime score, Exeter 21, Daniel Boone nothing. Not necessarily in the traditional way. You would think three touchdowns and then the PAT. We'll get to that in a second. But... Before we get into some statistics and how that first half evolved, Nate, yeah. when you take a look at it, of course, Exeter, there were some jitters, obviously, you would expect. But Coach Bauer going with Nate Pashley in that opening series, maybe to try to just calm down some nerves. You know, I don't know what that was about. That threw me for a loop as well. Um, you know, I thought, was there a last minute or last second uh, decision at quarterback you know I, I didn't see anything like that coming but may, I think maybe that was just to throw Boone off completely and because you know they probably scouted and prepared for Martinez and when you come out and you see number seven back there all bets are off everything you've just been scouting for that you scouted the last three weeks just went out the door and Exeter's moving the ball in that opening sequence. Nate Pashley, five carries, 25 yards. He actually got the bulk of that on three carries yes. because he had the one fumble. He, he, apparently a low snap, couldn't get it clean. And the other one was a no gain where something similar, where he couldn't get it clean. They came in, got him on the right-hand side. So something that they're able to move the ball, but something that's plagued them, the penalty. Well, and right now I count four penalties that they've gotten. Three of them have been holding penalties. When we get holding penalties, they're 10 and 15 yards. So big gashes, big chunks of yards, but it's they're starting to settle down now here going into the second half. So we'll see some cleaner football. Something good to see because they lost 16 yards in that opening drive on the snap that went over Nate's head. <laughs> and then, of course, you know, trying to, to work up from that, a holding penalty, set him back, what have you. But good to see Riley Martinez then takes over. Maybe one or two initially, but then everything works out. And those are really solid snaps. 
Well, you know, it's funny because as soon as Riley comes into the game, the snaps were a lot cleaner, and the offense just really seemed to flow and be more in sync and cohesive. So I really like what uh, Coach Bauer is doing with allowing Riley to, to kind of be free and be himself. He's letting him sling the rock. He's let him run the ball a couple of times. And the offensive line has been pretty stellar for the most part, with the exception of the holding calls. We take a look at the running statistics for Exeter, and it's not as if I have all of them in front of me just yet. But the encouraging piece is a number of different individuals toting the rock. You've right. got not only Nate Pashley, you've got Riley Martinez, but others. Yep, Zaymar Paschal, Carter Redding, um, and Pharrell Caceres. So, again, the skilled players are doing their thing, and we've got a plethora of them. I think we need to go to Ava. We absolutely do need to go to Ava. Jerry flagging her down as we speak. So I will. All right. I'm here with principal of Exeter Township Senior High School, Mr. Campbell. How are you doing tonight? I'm great, Ava. Thanks for having me on. Nice. So now that you've been a principal for quite some time at Exeter, what do you most enjoy about watching your students play? Well, I think the, the best thing is really being able to see students in all sorts of parts of their lives. I mean, there's nothing better than watching a student in chemistry class or English class and then come out here and be in completely different form. So that's always neat to see them as, like, whole people. Uh, the other big one is just teamwork and pride. Like, I think Coach Bauer has done a phenomenal job of really turning this team into a, a team. And... I see them in school. They have all, they've got their backs, and there's a lot of leadership, and that really translates into a lot of spirit in the building, and it's just phenomenal to watch them. Awesome. Thank you so much. Back to you, Jerry. All right. Ava doing an absolutely fantastic job down there with the principal nice. here at Exeter. All right. So we are winding down. We've got about five minutes on the clock. So let's talk about some of the details now of what we saw. Of course, Exeter... A few back and forth. They had that first one. We talked about Nate Pashley. Daniel Boone, a little concerning at first because they were able to move the ball, Nate. Yeah, I mean, they were. Boone came out here completely confident. Um, I don't think they really accepted the underdog role. And they wanted to come out and punch Exeter in the mouth. And they did move the ball. That first quarter and a half, these were equal teams there was nothing that separated them but you know the test of time has shown that Exeter is the better football team that's right and that test of time started in the second quarter 10 minutes to go and at that point Riley Martinez drops back and it wasn't Zach Zandier mm -hmm. that we were calling it was the wrong Zandier it was Jaden but you know Jaden makes a great play on a ball more importantly, it was a beautiful ball thrown by Martinez, and it just adds to the confidence and the bravado that that kid has. And he's only a sophomore. Heaven help us what he's going to be like his senior year. Absolutely. So they take a 6 nothing lead there in the right corner of the end zone, drops it right in his basket. Yes, sir. Of course, they line up for the PAT, and Mr. Two-Point Conversion, Carter <laughs> Redding, the, it was a lower snap, didn't get it clean. Kudos to Aiden Dauble, Nate. Well, you know, and that's that's being able to execute on the fly. You know, they're probably down there screaming, fire, 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 when something goes wrong on an extra point. And everybody's got to have both ears open, your head on the swivel, and be ready to do your job. Aiden Dobble, answer the call. A few back and forth, three and out, not three and outs, but 
Uh, as far as Daniel Boone had a possession, Exeter then has a possession. Nobody can do anything with it. Then Daniel Boone throws the INT. Joel Umarino, a nice INT around mm -hmm. their own 40-yard line. Add a face mask to it, and one play later, Carter Redding takes it to the house. Well, and you usually see that. After an interception or a turnover, there's usually a big play, specifically if you're throwing the ball. But this time, Carter Reddick comes on a – that was almost like a, a sweep. It was almost like a fake to the running back, and Carter came on a sweep underneath. Got the ball and just stretched on him. And he was barely touched. So, again, the blocking up front was spectacular. At the 248 mark of the second quarter, it's 15-0 Exeter. One Daniel Boone possession, a 22-yard punt. Exeter takes over on the 45, but a penalty, a mm. personal foul, third and 30 wow. from the 41-yard line, and Mr. Paschal makes an appearance. Well, you know, uh, again, Zaymar Paschal, he's going to be a baller for Exeter. Um, it's going to be impossible to keep this kid off the field. You're going to see him defensively make plays. You're going to see him make plays offensively. And we saw it. He took it to the house. And, again, when the running back touches the end zone and he's standing up, that's kudos to the offensive line for doing a great job up front. Absolutely. So 33.4 seconds to go in that second quarter. It's 21-0. The PAT blocked. Mm. But... Exeter goes into halftime again with that score. We are about a minute and a half away. We're going to keep it right here. I looked at Jerry. I figured we're going to go to a break, something like that. No, he's having a lot of fun over there. So He's just going to let us do our thing. So we're going to let him go. But let's, let's break it down even further. Let's talk about Riley Martinez in that first half. One of those where we're, we're kind of looking for him to settle in again. He hadn't really, you know, one pass yep. uh, at the varsity level, a few handoffs as far as last year is concerned. Mm -hmm. So you know the blood's going to be pumping. You're going to have those nerves. But it's good to see the progression, even from the second series where he came in, even to the point of halftime where now he's settling into that role. Well, and Riley Martinez is, is a coach's son. Uh, his pop used to coach at uh, Fleetwood High School. He was head ball coach out there for a couple of years and really works well with the quarterbacks. So that maturity is showing uh, in Riley, and it's just a beautiful thing to watch unfold in front of our eyes, and he's getting better with each and every series. Absolutely. Is Jerry frantically writing down scores? I can actually give you a few as we go here. So CD East is at Reading. They've got a 28-6 lead. I can't tell you as far as where these games are, but I'll give you the scores. So Spring Ford, 35, Governor Mifflin, 6, Octorera, 7, Muhlenberg, nothing. Let's hope they can turn it around for the Mule Sports Network covering yeah. their first game out there. Let's go. Let's see here. What else do we've got? Schuylkill Valley, Twin Valley. It's Twin Valley 14, Schuylkill Valley 7. Fleetwood 41, Kutztown 6, Garden Whoa. Spot 21, Conrad Weiser 3 at the half. It is, wow, this is something. Burks Catholic 14, Loyal Sock 13. Mm. Loyal Sock, one of those perennial powers, and uh, ultimately Burks Catholic holding their own with them at the half. Why a missing 21, Kenner Dale 7 at the half. 
And I think that's kind of it right now. So we will update scores for you as we have. Hey, Darren. Hey, Nate. Another thing I want to talk about. Uh, I just want to talk about unsung heroes right quick. Go for it. Names that, you know, we've, we've mentioned them today, but I just saw Tyler Flanders' mom as I stepped outside for a second, and uh, she dug into me because I forgot to mention his name in our show the other day. <laughs> so I told her I would make up for it. But Wait, can I can I put that on you? Yeah, that's, that's all me. I told her, you know what, I said, Angie, I was unprepared, and I got him this broadcast. But honestly, he has earned the right to have his name called this evening. We talked about the interception by Joel Marino. That was a direct translation from the pressure Tyler Flanders put on the quarterback. I count so far for him. He's got three or four tackles out there and maybe one where he's combined with somebody else. But he's playing lights out. And, again, another first-year starter on this young Exeter team that's maturing and blossoming in front of our eyes. It is phenomenal to see, Darren. You talk about a retool versus a rebuild. Mm. Exeter never seems to have to go through a rebuild. It's just the retool. You you get the graduate of, you know, the graduation of Anthony, and we talked about Lucas and Kyle Lash. The year before that, Kyle Helm. I mean, it's just player after player that graduates, and there's always someone to step up. And they step up, and they mold them, and Exeter, again, the, the renaissance of sports that we've talked about where Exeter is right now, and the football team will continue that this year. Well, you know, I want to say that a lot of that has to do with uh, Matt Bauer and staff and their ability, but honestly, there's got to be some luck in there too. You know, you got to have good kids coming in. You know, Riley Martinez is a transfer. Um, he wasn't a homegrown quarterback, and he beat out a lot of kids or a couple of kids that – we're pretty decent athletes, so and they're coming through. You know, we're retooling, and the youth program does help with this. Um, as long as we focus on the youth program and keep it daddy ball free as much as possible, we're going to have even better results out here on the high school field. The culture has been created here at Exeter that winning is, and, and it's not just about winning, it's developing a winning attitude. That's that's more or less as far as what's important there. They certainly have that's it. Right. The other thing that Exeter is doing tonight, again, because of all of the changes that have gone, they're finding their identity. Mm. They're finding out talk about that. what their offense is going to do, and, and we can start there. The defense, you know you can see the playmakers on defense, but it's that offense that the identity is, is coming large tonight. And that's something that you kind of got to let the boys go out and do for themselves. As a coaching staff, you can't say, this is who we are, this is what we do, because you don't know. You have a young team, and you got to let these guys go out there and take their licks, you know, scrape their knee a couple of times and figure out, hey, we're going to be okay. Even when we get punched in the mouth, we can get right back. And I think that was one of the big things when we lost to Cocalico last year. We had been beating up on everybody so much. When we finally got punched in the mouth, we didn't respond well, and we never really rebounded from that. And hopefully the coaching staff and this young team has learned from that. We're, let's humble ourselves, and let's fight to the T, tooth and nail. Exeter will kick it off to start the second half. Zach Zandier having a nice conversation with the official before he gets the football. You know what? Politicking, baby. You got to be okay with the zebras. 
I'm, I'm sure he's asking him how coastal Carolina is. Yeah, yeah, What's the yeah. weather Whether going down to be there? Like near the beach and everything. Yeah, exactly. Zach's going to be working on his tan. You yeah. Know? Well, what are you going to eat after football <laughs> games? You know, the, the kind of dialogue that you typically will have yeah, yeah, during yeah. a football game. That's so, good to see. It is. Daniel Boone getting into place. Ethan Kryman will be on the left-hand side. Fred Lacey on the right. And I agree with you. Fred Lacey. He absolutely looks like an athlete. You he take is. a look at he his is. size again, 6'2", 190, and only a sophomore. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's got some athleticism, and you can see it immediately. So why isn't he playing things. more, Darren? Yeah. Why isn't he playing more? That, that I'm, and You know, everybody knows I'm an extra guy. He's an extra broadcast, but you don't go from being a freshman and getting playing time on varsity to only returning kicks the next year. Come on, dude. <laughs> well, I think I Come think on, they've man. got Max Hefner. Yeah. They've got Ethan Kryman at the yeah. receiver spots. Yeah. They've got Anthony High at the yeah. tight end. So yeah. it might just be a crowded edge. Yeah. Not, uh, not, not, none of them dudes are blowing me away, Darren. All right. <laughs> so there's the kick. Kryman gets it at the 10. He brings it out the 20, the 25, oh. stumbles over the 25. He'll get to the 26, and that'll be first and 10 for Daniel Boone. All right. And again, 44 is Zamar Paschal on the on the tackle there. And I mentioned in our, our broadcast just the other day how I felt like he was the special teams All-American. He made all the tackles on the kickoff team. Once again, there he goes. Finds the football. Absolutely. Joel Amarino brings everybody together. Joel, a 6'2", 230-pound sophomore. Big boy. It's got to be the water. It <laughs> yeah, never was boy. when I was in school. Yeah. So Dean Rotter brings Daniel Boone out. He's in the gun. He's got Moyer to his left. Two receivers left. They throw it in the flat. Here's a move to cut up the field. Getting to about the 35-yard line is Ethan Kryman. They'll bring him down, mark him at the 34. It'll be a gain of eight and second and short. And, you know, not for nothing, uh, Boone's quarterback... He's been looking pretty good. Rodder's been kind of composed. He's been completing some passes. He's had a couple of misses, but he doesn't look rattled. He looks like he's been like he's done this before. Rodder in the gun. Moyer to his right. Two receivers right. Here's the snap. He's got it. Drops straight back. Looks to his right. Gets Kryman. Ah. Kryman does a nice job ah. running around Tyler Flander. Yeah, Ty didn't break down on that one. Uh, neither did, looks like, 53, Joey Umarino. Come on, fellas. Buzz your feet. Break down. Let's not make arm tackles out here. That's how you get hurt. So it's a five-yard catch for Kryman. They're going to him a lot now. They'll throw it to him in the flat. Hopefully he turns it up the middle of the field. And that's what they're trying to do, Darren. They're just looking to find ways to get their athletes in space to make a play. Oh, Ava has the headset. Hi, Ava. How's it going, boys? It's, it's going great. Okay, Rotter in the gun. Moyer to his left. Connor Reed in motion right to left. Two receivers left. They throw it in the flat. And Hefner can't hold on to the football tonight. That's He drops it. It's the third time where he's had it square in his hands, looking to make a move upfield before he had it. Incomplete. Make it second and ten. Yeah, he's definitely got a case of the Butterfingers. But um, the play calling isn't helping him either. They just ran the play, the same play, to this side of the field. So who are they fooling? Uh, but, you know, I'll take it. Bad play calling by Boone, I'll do that. 
That's Second and there. 10 on the 39. Ava, what's the, what's the feel like down there on the sideline? You know, it's a little buggy, a bit hot. I'm having a good time, though. All these boys are really excited. I mean, Jaden Zandir, he got that amazing touchdown earlier. I got a little bit into the mix there by accident, but <laughs> they're doing great. Touchdowns spread out a lot, so I'm here's excited a, to see more. Here's a deep throw to Ethan Kreiman. It's over his head far right. So tell us what it's like. It's your first game down there. You're, you've got the principal aside of you. Of course, you want to yeah, hobnob Campbell. with him, make sure that, you know, things are cool with him. So uh, how's that? What's that like? Honestly, pretty good. I was a bit nervous at first, but I started to walk around a little bit, got to nice. know my territory, and I'm having a great time. Definitely good icebreaker game for me. You are doing fantastic. We are pleased to have you. Your interview with the principal was, was, was sweet. Uh, you sounded like a seasoned pro. So Rotter in the gun, third and 10, ball on the 39. It's a pitch on the right-hand side to Connor Reed. He'll get the 45-yard line, but well short of a first down. Nigel Meekins on the tackle. Let's see where they finally put it. They're going to bring it out to the 46-yard line. So it'll be fourth and three with the ball there. Okay, so fourth and three. Um, if I'm Boone, I try to pass the ball. I don't try to run it here. They haven't had crazy success. I'm looking for something in the middle of the field. Rotter in the gun. It's going to be a, a quick punt. kick. Wow. He took a few steps back, punts it away. <laughs> then the ball will slowly roll, 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 get it down to about the 15-yard line. Wow. And that's where Exeter will take over first and 10. So it, was it me or – did that totally look like they were going to line up to throw the ball? Well, it did, but then when he backed up behind the running back, it yeah. was, I thought they might snap it to the up guy. Exactly. And, and try maybe a quick snap, something like that, but obviously not a quick kick, rolls down to the 15, and Exeter I mean, takes over. I guess it's the safe play. Uh, you don't give up that field position. Yeah, I would have just punted it normally and kept it pushing, but cool. <laughs> so Martinez comes out in the gun, taking a look who's behind him. Mm -hmm. It's going to be Pharrell Caceres, I believe, to start the second half. They give him a run off left end. Nothing there, no gain, second and ten. Uh, and we got one on a, a player down, down for Daniel Boone. Taking a look, it could be number 75, Sean Dinkelocker, a 5'8", 200-pound junior. We'll see if that indeed is him. Kind of tough to tell right now yeah, with everybody crowded around him. Well, and, you know, it's, it's a physical game. Football is a physical game. You know, injuries are a part of it. And when the offensive line of Exeter has been bullying down you all game, all game long, smash mouth football. Those hits and those blocks, they they add up. You know, they're, it's like being in a boxing match and you're in the 11th round and you start to see people are getting punched drunk because those punches add up. Same thing here. So Jerry finally comes in over my shoulder and says, well, okay, let's go to break. So I suppose we will. 9-19 to go here in the third. While they tend to the injured player, we'll be right back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Every team, every game, all season long. 
That's the kind of unmatched Berks County football coverage MikeDragosports.com brings to you, and it's just a click away. For profiles of the top players in Berks football, season previews of every Berks team, projections for every team in the Lancaster Lebanon League, team photo galleries, and history and stats you can't find anywhere else, turn to MikeDragosports.com. Take advantage of our seven-day free trial from now through the end of the month. Football coverage you can't find anywhere else. That's MikeDragosports.com. The best Italian food in Muhlenberg can be found at Margarita's Restaurant and Bar, 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. You can get a great sit-down meal, pizza, sandwiches, burgers, wings, and so much more at Margarita's. The chicken and veal marcella are to die for, and the pasta is second to none. Plan your next meal or party at Margarita's. Stop in before or after the next game. That's Margarita's Restaurant and Bar, 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. It's the Exeter Sports Network. So it was actually number 55, George Pingeron, a 5'9", 205-pound junior. He's able to get off the field on his own power. Glad to see that. So Exeter <clears throat> has the ball, second and nine ball on the 16. Here's a handoff, actually a fake nice. handoff. They go to Zach Zandier on nice. the far side. He's got the sideline still on his feet. Let's go. Dragged down by Ethan Kryman all the way up to the 45-yard line. So it's a 29-yard pass and catch to Zandir in the right flat and a first down for Exeter. So c- correction on that, that's 84 on the catch, oh, Genuine all Stutzman. All right, Genuine <clears throat> Stutzman. So good good job by Genuine. And he's he's another one of these athletes that Exeter has, and he's going to get some touches this year and show what he can do. He should be one who benefits from the double teams that Zach Zandir gets, or that Zach draws. When I saw him running, I'm thinking, okay, I'm saying Zach Zandir, but it doesn't look like Zach Zandir's <laughs> game. Yeah. So here's a handoff coming to is. the near side. It it's Pharrell Casera still on his feet inside Blazer territory down to the 40-yard line. Yeah, so shout out to the offensive line. We're blowing holes open. Pharrell's got places to go and plenty of room to get there. Another injury very well could be a lot of players cramping up. Nate, you mentioned it's a warm, muggy night here at Riften. Well, and that's the other thing, too. And I'm sure their coaches told, told their kids, just like our coaches told our kids, hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. It's not what you drink today. It's what you've been drinking the last three days. And that's important. And on a hot, muggy night like tonight, it's showing up. So we need the pickle juice. You know, remember Andy Reid? Ah, uh, good old juice? pickle juice. So that was a 15-yard run. First and 10 for Exeter. We're going to go over to Ava Strauss now. So, Ava, tell us what, what has been, the obviously, the week leading up to game night, exciting as far as practice. What, what has been your feel? My feel for this, honestly, is I felt very confident for these boys. They've been working really hard. We have a ton of powerhouses. Like you said, Genuine Stutzman, you can fuse them even for Zach Sandier. They both look super similar. But them two especially are just phenomenal athletes along with the rest of them. A few touchdowns spread all around. We had Pashaw. We had Jaden Zandier. We had a few 
few good plays, and I think if they keep up with this, their season will continue to be spectacular. So tell us what it's like. Obviously, you see these guys down on the field during the week, and then you see them in school now, mm-hmm. since school's picked Indeed. up. Tell us, what's that, what, what is that like? Um, it's a little interesting because I'm so used to seeing them out on the field, and then once they're in their school zone, they're kind of like not <laughs> noticing me at first, but, you know, it's fine. I just – they're all great guys, all great athletes, and – I just enjoy their, the time with them in and out of school. Sweet. Fantastic. All right. So Ethan Kreiman able to get off the field on his own power. Always good to see. Yeah, definitely. So Exeter first and 10 ball on the Blazer 40-yard line. Martinez in the gun. Eye to his left. Handoff to... Well, Pharrell. Let's go, Ralph. Yeah, Pharrell Caceres is off to the races. See? See? Takes it to the left-hand side of the end zone, and it's a touchdown. You know, I see number four, and I still want to say 26, yeah. but it's still Pharrell, and, and it's 27 nothing Exeter. Again, long runs down the field. Your running back is standing up. The offensive line is pushing these dudes around, and it's wearing down. Like, the, the blowout is already here, but these numbers are about to get high really soon. We got a lot of football left to play yet. And Boone, I don't want to say they look like they've given up, but they look gassed. Zach Zandier waiting for the ball to be snapped to Carter Redding. He decides to pick it up. He's running right to left, trying to get to the near side. (laughs) And let's see if he he does. Indeed he he does. Fights for the pylon. Let's go five. He gets there. And it's a two-point conversion for Exeter. And a 29-0 lead at 8-18 of the third. My guy, Carter Redding, the two-point specialist. Not afraid to put his head down and step in your chest. Let's go, birds. You hear the music? That means a break. We'll be right back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. The best Italian food in Muhlenberg can be found at Margarita's Restaurant and Bar, 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. You can get a great sit-down meal, pizza, sandwiches, burgers, wings, and so much more at Margarita's. The chicken and veal marcella are to die for, and the pasta is second to none. Plan your next meal or party at Margarita's. Stop in before or after the next game. That's Margarita's Restaurant and Bar. 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. We are back in Ripton, 29-0 Eagles. One thing you can say about tonight, Nate, is the big play. Exeter, a 31-yard pass play for the TD, a 40-yard jet sweep. Then you take a look at the 41-yard TD run for uh, Zamar Paschal, mm. and of course, that one right there, 40 yards for Pharrell Caceres. Big plays. Well, and, and I hope that um, after this game, some of these guys like Zamar Paschal get some of the, the, the credit they deserve because, to be honest with you, nobody was mentioning his name in, in a lot of these write-ups, and he deserved it. And I'm like, some of these dudes just don't know who's getting ready to show up, but I'm glad they're seeing right now. Zach Zandier puts the ball. It's actually a squib. It'll come to the near side. Gavin Welker, a 6'2", 155-pound sophomore, just drops on it at the 43-yard line. 
So, Darren, listen, uh, very quickly, I want to apologize to everybody. If the production is not as smooth as you're used to, uh, we're having serious equipment failure up here. So I apologize if the production is a little shoddy. It will be better next week. Something tells me, Nate, it may not be me, but the talent between you and Ava certainly makes up for it. <laughs> well, you know what, man? <laughs> the stars shine brightly, specifically at nighttime, baby. <laughs> Friday night lights. Let's go. Dean Rotter in the gun takes the snap. He's trying to run up the middle. Yeah. They'll get a few yards. They'll take him out to the 46-yard line. So it'll be a gain of three. Call it second and seven. And Boone just looks very lethargic right now. They don't have the pep in their step that they did in the first half. And I hope that mentally they're not checked out. Physically, it don't look good right now, though. Inside of eight minutes to go here in the third. Boone breaks the huddle. On the left-hand side, Hefner, Kryman, and High. We got One trips. receiver right. Single res uh, running back. Here's the snap. He goes straight back. Get to him. Coming off the edge, but he's able to get up the middle. Gets across midfield. Will slide down to the Eagle 49-yard line. Well, and what you saw was you saw black jerseys playing on the opposite side of the line of scrimmage and wreaking havoc in the backfield. Uh, quarterback's running for his life out there. I know Ryder's kind of, he's probably saying to his offensive line, dude, you got to block. It'll be a five-yard scramble for Rodder. Call it third and two, ball at the Exeter 49-yard line. Boone breaks the huddle. He's got Moyer aside of him, Rodder in the gun. Two receivers left, one right. They go with the run up the middle. It's going to be, he'll get the first down. There you go, 6-1. They'll give him three yards on the play. It'll be a first down. Well, and Exeter is just holding tough, stout. Um, and that's what you want to see. That's what you want to see. And I worried about this being a trap game. You know, I worried about these guys coming out here and overlooking Daniel Boone. But that has not been the case. They've played them honest. They've played them tough. And this is good momentum going into the second game of the season for us. All right. I will stand corrected. They gave him one yard. Looked like he pushed the, pushed pile, the pile forward. But yeah. they only gave him one. So it's actually fourth and one. Ball on the 48. Before they can snap it, there are whistles. And it's timeout Daniel Boone before they have an opportunity to snap the ball. Yeah, and you can you can just see it even on Boone's sideline. They just I got the binoculars on right now and I'm peeking at them. They just don't look like they're with it. Shoulders are dropped a little bit. Yeah, heads are hanging a little bit. The body language isn't there. And you know, when you have a young football team, uh, learning how to lose is almost as good as learning how to win, right? If if that makes sense to our listeners out there, there's everything you do has to have a little bit of etiquette and grace with it even when you lose. Something that Boone coach J.D. Okanuski mentioned. Yeah, one thing he mentioned was, and, and as you understand, when you're a program, you're trying to build the program, 
you can be defeated even before you get on the bus. Mm -hmm. So so when we talk about instilling a winning culture, and they've done that here at Exeter, they're in the process of doing that at Daniel Boone, and that's one of those things you need to overcome. Yeah, you got to learn that. So, uh, you know, I I wish these young guys the best. But, you know, it's hard to take these lumps. So Daniel Boone over the ball. They hand it off to Connor Reed. He gets across the line over the 45, down to the 40. It'll be enough for a first down. And I think for for Boone to have continued success, that's the type of football they need to play. Hard news, dive, dive, dive. That's what they had success doing very early on, Darren. And they kind of got away from it. So first and 10, Daniel Boone. Ball at Exeter's 40. Rotter gets the play from the sideline. Breaks the huddle. He'll be in the gun. Hayden Moyer will be to his left. Here's the snap. Moyer will get it. He's the up guy. We'll see. They might give him, let's say, two yards. It'll be second and eight. Ball in the 38. So I'm waiting to see how long before Bauer starts to put in some of these subs and let some of these young guys get some rock. At 29-0, when we got five minutes, Jay Schmidt's looking at me, shaking his head. No dice. Daniel Boone breaks the huddle. Rotter in the gun. Receivers, excuse me, running back sidecar left. Two receivers right and left. Here's the snap. He drops straight back, looks, fires it here to the near side. It's complete. It's to the tight end, Anthony High. Haven't heard much of him today. Not at all. <clears throat> it's a short game. They'll only bring it out to the 34-yard line. So it's a four-yard gain. It'll be third and four. Yeah, um, not much success in the passing game today for Daniel Boone. Part of the challenge is I don't think the offensive line could stand up to Exeter's no. D-line. Just the, a little, little too strong. The pass rush is serious. You're right. So Rodder's got the snap. It's going to be a quarterback draw. He's got a lot of room up wow. the middle. He gets the 20. Get all the way down. Let's see if they give him the 15-yard line, and they do. It's a 19-yard run and a Daniel Boone first down. And a sophomore, Zumar Boston in on the tackle there. Looks like he's playing a little bit of linebacker um so he's he's getting some looks so there's one of those young guys that i talked about when will bauer start subbing some of these dudes in to get them a look and get them that experience that's going to help later on down later on down the line as we get closer to the playoffs daniel boone breaking the huddle we are winding down to four minutes to go here in the third rotter in the gun he's got the eye behind him there's the snap. He's rolling left, rolling left. He throws it up. Ah. Almost picked off, but it gets through to the receiver. And it's a touchdown for Daniel Boone. It looked like it could have been picked off by Carter Redding. It went through his hands. Uh, I think that might have been uh, number eight, Gavin Reichen. Is that Gavin? I'm, yeah. I'm, I, it's the old I'm trying to look. I can see him walking around throwing stuff. Yeah, he, he tipped it, and um, that was just 
sometimes the football gods just are in your favor, and Boone got that one, you know? It's it's one of those you get too excited because you see green ahead of you, and yep. you take your eye off the football. So it tips off his hands into the Boone receiver. He takes it in for the score. So it's 29-6. And we've got an eagle that looks to be cramped right now. Uh, looks like they're trying to stretch him out. Big shout-out to Audrey, team trainer. Man, she's all over the place. She does a lot to keep these guys healthy and uh, making sure that they stay up on their regimens when they do get injured so that they get back to health as soon as possible. So, Ava, we're going to go back over to you. You're down there closer to the field. Tell us what you've heard as far as the Exeter band. Obviously, very, very talented. We're uh, They've entertained us many a time. Tell us what you've heard and, and what your feelings are being down there. It feels like almost a movie here in them. They perform great every single year. It sounds great. Their music instructor teaches them very well, and the team always enjoys it as well. It gets them hyped up, and that's what you need, especially at these types of games. All right, and I'm going to segue from the band over to Coach Bauer. Tell us about when you talk to him. What Does he, does he have an intensity? Is he laid back? What's your take on Coach Bauer? From a teacher standpoint, he is definitely a bit more laid back, a bit more conversational. But when he is in football mode, he is in the zone. He knows what he needs to do, and he definitely is making sure that these boys are on top of all their plays, all of their moves. He does a great job. Indeed he does. Very active during the course of a game. So Daniel Boone lined up for the PAT. It's going to be attempted by Justin Adukas. The ball down, his foot is through it. That's good. And it is good. 3.51 to go here in the third. It's Exeter 29, Daniel Boone 7. There's the music. Here's the break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Here's a fun fact for you. The average chameleon can point their eyes in two different directions. On the other hand, the average human can't. So unless you're a chameleon, there's absolutely no way you can focus on texting and driving at the same time. So don't do it, unless you're a chameleon. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. We are back at Ripton, waiting for teams to come back onto the field. Exeter sideline looks calm, cool, composed. I do hope that they are unhappy about giving up that touchdown. I like the way that goose egg looked on the scoreboard, Darren. We will see how they respond. Daniel Boone. Adukas walking off the kick. He gets the okay. Carter Redding. Jaden nice Zandier back. This one goes back to the goal line. Wow. Carter Redding has it. He brings it out. He's got the 20. Nice. There's the 30. He's A5. got a lane. Cuts it inside. A5. All right, so actually I said it was Carter Redding. It's not. Zandier? It was Jaden Zandier. They switched spots that time. 
Zandier brings it all the way back to the 35 yard line. Let's see where they get it of Daniel Boone. A 65 yard return. <laughs> and Zandier is upset that he didn't take that one to the house. <laughs> he's, he's doing a good job out there. But again, you know, the electricity from the skill players for Exeter Township just on full display this evening. Um, we're loaded. And I'll tell you, from prior years, the return game has been big. There's always be. been somebody back there. Mm -hmm. And it looks like this year, it's going to be Jaden Zandier. Here's Exeter in the offensive set. There's big bro. And it looks like Riley Martinez might be cramping up. He rolled right, hit Zach Zandier for a short gain. And to your earlier point, Darren, uh, there are three phases to the game, offense, defense, and special teams. And you see how special teams can make an impact. Look at the field position that Exeter now has. So, you know, a couple dink and dunk plays, and we've already been breaking long ones. We're quick to score. Second and eight, I believe Nate Pashley in there now with an eye formation, hands it off to Zaymar Paschal. See? He'll run through the first down. We'll see where they mark him. Looks like they'll give him the 13-yard line, so it'll be a 10-yard run. And, again, we're just beating up on this defensive line for Daniel Boone. Uh, they're sucking win out there. You know, it, <laughs> it's funny to be able to look and watch this game through the binoculars because you can see how hard they're or how much their stomachs are moving because they're breathing so hard out there. So it's actually the 23-yard line, first and 10 for Exeter. Martinez back there, hands it to Zamar Paschal, running off the right side. Looks like they'll give him the 20. They'll give him the 20. It's a three-yard gain. Call it second and seven. Well, chip, chip, chip away, you know? We don't have to get everything in one big chunk. What's up, Ava? After seeing Zamar Paschal do a lot of moves out there, he is a strong running back, <laughs> yep, we very powerful. That. And after that touchdown earlier, I think it might be a good idea for them to start lending him the ball just a little bit more. He well, is doing a tremendous job. Correct. Inside of two minutes, Martinez has the snap, hands it off to Zamar again. He's running, picking his spots, yep. Yep. able to get inside the 15. And Ava, you make a great observation. And uh, so the next thing that you want to see is, number one, he get more touches. But two, he gets the, he gets the recognition for what he's doing. That's what you want to see uh, because that just that helps the young man feel good about himself and motivates him to keep doing well on and off the field. A nine-yard run for Zamar Paschal. First and ten, ball marked at the 11-yard line. Martinez awaits the ball. Paschal sidecar left, two receivers left. Here's the snap. Martinez, Martinez. takes it himself, running off the left side. He's hit at Ooh. the line of scrimmage, trying to get across the 10-yard line. We'll see what they give him. You know, it's not a bad run by him, but I want to see his pad level lower. I just... Anytime your quarterback is running a rock and he's high, like his shoulders are high, I, it just makes me nervous because somebody might come and clean his clock. So run the ball, Riley, but get down, man. Get down. A three-yard run for Riley Martinez. 
Second and seven, ball marked at the eight, nine. Trying to take a look, maybe the nine yard line. About the nine, Paschal in the backfield. Martinez in the gun, there's the snap. Paschal has it running off the left side. He look, gets hit, he people. is bowling through defenders. Mm, he might be just Down good. at the one yard line, he was not to be denied. He was hit probably about two yards from the line of scrimmage, said, I don't think so. Put his head down, took on another defender, and gets down to the one. And, and if you're a Boone defender, what you don't want to see is Zaymar Paschal coming towards you with his shoulders over his knees. That's, that's get your chest stepped in material. I think they're going to... Wondering if they were going to let the last 19 seconds run off the clock. So the touchdown, I'm sorry, not a touchdown yet. He's down at the one foot line, literally. Yeah, literally. So first and goal. A timeout called, or they're just taking a little more time in between, I, I can't imagine anybody would have called timeout at this point. So whoever just won that 50-50 won 110 bucks, Darren. Not a bad deal. <laughs> Not a bad deal at all. <laughs> Not a bad deal. So I guess there was a timeout called on the field, but the clock now running, so it may have been an official's timeout. They're going to let the last 19 seconds run off the clock. And we will move to the fourth quarter. After three full here in Exeter, it is the Eagles 29, the Blazers 7. We'll be back with fourth quarter action after this break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the oldies on Monday, open mic Tuesday, trivia or live music on Wednesday, Thursday is karaoke with Angie, and live music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. Check Birdies' Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule. We are back at Riften. So, Nate, this is one of those things. It's 29-7. Yep. You ultimately know, and, and this is where, when I remember coaching youth football, mm -hmm. is there a time where, and, and I'm sure, you know what, I'm, gonna, I'm not even going to say it because it's one of those, the gentleman's thing, but when you think about, from a coaching standpoint, Here's a quarterback sneak from, I believe, Riley Martin. Martinez, let's go, baby. Touchdown. Yep, Martinez across the goal line for the touchdown. So, so finish your thought. You, you, you no, were saying. No, it's, it's the gentleman thing. You know, it, it's 29-7. Oh, you mean you don't, know don't really the game don't is, kill him. Yeah, the game is oh, out of, you know, yeah. it, it's, it's, they, they've got no chance. Yeah. Do you just add it on anyway? But then when I think of 
the other side of things. I'm uh -huh. like, you know what? I want you to bring your A game all the time. So yeah. I was answering my own question yeah. as I was saying it. Well, uh, just a lot floating around at the same time. Oh, it's blocked. Come that, on. Yep, there is a block. And that's just, we, we got to work on that. That's the second block of the night. That's not cool. He let him come straight, straight off the, the corner. Yeah, what is going uh, on? And he, he literally ate the football. But to, to your point, Darren, um, no, I'm not letting off the gas. I'm putting in the backups, but I'm not letting off the gas. I just put premium in the tank. Well, that's what I was going to say. Backups, yes, yeah. as far as that's concerned. And look, if you can't stop that. the backups, then come on, man. Yeah. You know what? what you can't do I, I totally agree with you there. All right. So 11.56 to go here in the fourth. It's 35-7. So, Ava, what have you felt? It's your first game tonight. The, the nerves were probably there early. How do you feel now? I'm feeling pretty relaxed. The heat definitely got to me. <laughs> but I'm also glad to see these boys take down, well, I mean, other than that, their penalties definitely dropped after yes. the second quarter, and that was really good to see because dealing with a lot of those is not helpful. The Iron Pig Bowl, as Jerry alluded to in the opener, mm -hmm. the 58th edition. 58th edition. 58th edition. Exeter with the 38, 18, and 1 lead in the series. We'll take that to 39 after this evening. As they should. As they should. As they should. And, um, you know, it's been, it, it was a little sloppy in the first half. Like like Ava said, we've gotten better on the penalties. So that's good. That's growth. Um, let's clean this up for next game. Let's go back. Let's look at the film. Let's talk about what went well, but let's fix what went wrong. Absolutely. Taking a look to see who is going to be kicking off for Exeter. Robbie Gaston, a six foot, 170 pound junior. Coming over from the soccer team last year, uh, Robbie Gaston's a big kid, man. He's got a big leg on him, and he's been working hard. I see a lot of the stuff he posts on Twitter uh, kicking the ball, so he's been working hard at this. So he pooches it to the right side. It's taken by Daniel Boone at the 25 yard line. Up across the 40 to the 45. Taking a look to see who it is. Of course, Joe DiGiacomo had to get one more yes, reference sir. in there before <laughs> the end of the game. Our guy, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. Oh, man, what a name. But what a great night it's been, Nate. The yes. opening game for Exeter here in the 2023 season. You know, something that... As I'm looking at, again, stats from last year, and you look at the top three players' total yards, mm -hmm. Richie Karstein, Joey Schlaffer, Mason Ritelli, all of them, of course, graduate. That's right. And you're looking now as far as who's to replace them. Tonight is a real good indicator it is. as far as what direction Exeter is going to go. It really is. And what it says is that the future is bright. Get your shades. So Dean Rotter brought Daniel Boone out. They lined up. I'm not exactly sure what happened. Rotter was looking for a play or something. Ultimately, the play clock winding down. Rotter has to call or the head coach called timeout. So 11.46 to go here in the fourth. 35-7, Exeter. So 
Go ahead. No, just a, you know, just a great feeling to see these guys performing the way that they're performing tonight. You know, there's a lot of there's been a lot of hype coming into the season, and for for very good reason. You know, we got some really good players. We got some D1 players on the, on the team, but what we're learning is that there's more out there than that meets the eye. We're seeing that we have more talent. Our depth is amazing. More information regarding Fred Lacey in a moment. Mm. But Dean Rotter in the gun. Two receivers right, one left. Here's a handoff to Moyer. He's going up the middle. He'll get the 45 of Exeter. So it'll be gain of about, oh, they'll move him to the 44. So it's a gain of eight. Jaden Ware on the tackle, number 10. An eight-yard run, second and two, ball marked at the 44. So who's in the game? That's what I want to see now. For let me let me let me break out the binoculars. There you go. You, you go you go binocular guy. <laughs> and let's see who's in the game. Rotter in the gun. He's got the eye aside of him. Two receivers right. Here's the snap. It's a handoff. To Connor Reed ball. going up the middle. The ball's on the floor. Nice. And Exeter has it. Recovered by Casey Gerhardt, 18. Yes, sir. All right. Or is that night? Yeah. Look, 18. I, there you go. That's it. Casey Gerhardt, Connor Reed put the floor, uh, put the ball on the carpet. Nice. And see, there, and that's that's when you see the win coming out of the cell right there. When you can't hold on to the rock. Your line is getting beat up. Your quarterback's not having a good day. When it rains, it pours. And right now, it feels like thunderstorms for Daniel Boone. So Fred Lacey, this courtesy of Jeff Anderton, one of my prior color commentary guys from a few years ago, he shares that Fred Lacey's brother is Pop Lacey. He yeah, played at the, Boone, the family, now yeah. plays FCS football. Exactly. Transferred to Burke's Catholic after his freshman or sophomore year. So there's some lineage as far as that. Here's a pass to the right-hand nice. side to Zach Zandier running down the right sideline. He gets pulled down actually by the quarterback slash D-back Dean Rotter. And so the pass goes all the way down to the 30-yard line of Boone, and it'll be first down. And that's kind of what you've been looking to see out of Zach Zandier all day. And I'm sure Boone has been scheming to the best of their ability to try to limit that. But, again, Riley Martinez, play-action fake. It gave him a little bit more time to sit back, let Zach get down the field, and deliver a good ball. So Martinez hands it off to Zamar Paschal. He blows Ooh, through the line, tries to slow down to make a cut to the inside, slips down. He would have had, had it be able to keep his feet, he was in the end zone. He gets down to about the 12-yard line. They're going to have dreams about 44 tonight, Darren. <laughs> Tell you that right now. An 18-yard run for Zamar Paschal. Well, and I'll what make we're, it 17. What we're not able to keep track of right now, or maybe we should, how many broken tackles? How many arm tackles has he ran through this evening? And that's that's what I think that our listeners really need to understand is that he's running through people, not around them. Martinez in the gun. Takes the snap. Here's the handoff to the right side. Zumar. Not Zamar, but Zumar. That's Boston. right. 
We've got a different running back. This is number 26, Zumar Boston, a five foot seven inch, 170 pound sophomore. That's right. That's right. Put in a lot of good work at the freshman level last year. He's a player. He's a prospect. And another reason why the future is bright for Exeter because they just keep reloading. So give him a five-yard run. Well, they'll call it four. Always change it on me at the last minute. Four-yard run, second and six. Martinez in the gun, hands it off to Boston again. He runs left side. Nothing there. Huge hole into the end zone. Touchdown, Eagles. See, there you go. Way to go, young man. Way to go, young man. Again, one of the names that hasn't been mentioned, hasn't been getting the publicity, but paying dividends this evening. And some people might say, oh, it's it's just Daniel Boone. It's the first game of the season. They're not playing good talent. Nah, man, you put these guys on the field, they're ball players, hands down. Zumar Boston, the nine-yard touchdown run. 9-12 to go here in the fourth. We wait for, uh, I think they're actually, uh, Gaston's going to punch this one Let's through. Let's go, Robbie. And he does. He punches it through. It's good. And it makes it Exeter 42, Daniel Boone 7. And, you know, not for nothing. I'm serious now. It's 42-7. Put the young boys in, man. I don't see nobody get hurt. Get the young guys in. Let them get their experience. It's time. 9-12 to go. We'll be back with the rest of the fourth quarter after this break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gilliff Media. Football season and the new Birdies Inn is your place for all the big games. Featuring more than 30 TVs and NFL Sunday ticket so you won't miss a single game, college or pro. Entertainment every day of the week. Good food, good service, good prices, and great people. That's the new Birdies Inn. Located at Five Points in Exeter, 160 Old Friedensburg Road, where they remind you to have fun and be kind. All right, we're back. I think, is this Jacob Frannick that is uh, doing the kicking, number 19? Yes, it is. Oh, Frannick. Let's go, Jake. So he's got the ball on the tee. Squib kick, and guess what? Joe DiGiacomo has it yet again. And who's on the tackle? Let's take a look. Who was on the tackle there? 44. There you go. Zaymar Paschal. So let's see if his name is mentioned on Twitter this week, Dan. We will see. <laughs> we will see. So we are going to go to Ava for some more comments. I think it's important to mention also when these boys get given the ball by whether it be Nate Paschley or Riley Martinez, they don't just get it a few yards. They are getting first downs. A lot of the time they're getting a lot of yardage. That's right. Sandiers, Paschals, especially those. All of these boys are like really fighting to get those yards they are not afraid to get hit indeed and we talked about that offensive line being able to blow holes open for them certainly they are making their presence felt this evening yeah definitely man definitely and not for nothing a lot of them are going both ways nate govan the second uh keith 
Keegan. <laughs> Keegan is out there. Jerry calls him Junior. Keegan is out there going both ways. The McConnell twins. Sabatka. Sneeringer Sabatka. You're going to get it. You're going to get it. Yeah, yeah. Sneeringer Sabatka. <laughs> He's going both ways. And the McConnell twins are going both ways. So, you know, but that also speaks to the level of conditioning that the team has. Bowers work these guys. They're on the football field by 545 in the morning preparing for this moment, preparing for the season, and it's paying off. So, Ava, you mentioned you're a fairly tall girl. What is it like standing next to some of these guys? You know, may it be down on the field or probably even more so in the classroom, and you're looking up getting a, a kick in the neck. <laughs> I mean, I'm around 5'9", and that is, I'd say, pretty tall for a female, especially yeah, my tall. age. I'm not going to lie. I get a little – I flinch a little when I see Zach Sandier in the hall. He's <laughs> definitely not the smallest human being. <laughs> the same thing when Cachese was in high school, even Joey Schlaffer, those two, when they'd walk together, it's like a brick wall. So the, the twin towers They are there. definitely not small. Absolutely. So Rotter has the snap, gives it to Connor Reed. He's running off the right side, bouncing off a few defenders. Taken down, he crosses the 35. They'll give him the 38-yard line. We'll see where they ultimately put him. An old 6-1 in on the tackle there. Nate Govan the second, not entertaining the peanut gallery behind <laughs> us. <laughs> the peanut gallery. So bring it out to the 37. It's a four-yard gain. <laughs> and, you know, not for nothing, the story was I wanted to skip Junior, and, you know, he was about to be born, and the doctor was like, name him what you want. He's your kid. So I went with the second. Here's Rotter firing nice. it out to the right side, almost picked off. Mm. Nigel Meekins saw the goal line, broke on the ball, breaks the pass up, thought he might have six, but it falls incomplete. That's one of those you're going to be dreaming about in your sleep. Yeah, well, when he watches the huddle film, he's definitely going to pull some hair out on that one, but learn from it. What I did like that I saw was the anticipation in him breaking toward the football. So his mind is right, and his eyes are right, too. He read it all the way, breaking it up. So third and six, Rotter in the gun. Sidecar right, two receivers left right. It's going to be a draw to the right-hand side. Nothing there. Nothing. He gets stacked up at the line of scrimmage. That was fourth and five, and it's going to be a turnover on downs. Cameron, how is Zach in there on the play? Kind of interesting, fourth and five. Well, okay, that was third and five. I was, no, wait a minute, let me make sure here. That was third and five. I'm, I'm a little confused. All right, it was third and five because Rodder's not even on the field yet. No, they, they, they're going to punt this. Okay, they're punting. Yeah, <laughs> fourth and five. Here's Hefner. He gets it away. It's a fair catch on the 34-yard line. That's one of those things where I'm looking for Rotter because they've gone for four. Anything within five yards, you're figuring they're going to go for it. Go for it, yeah. And yeah. I'm, I'm looking for him. Somebody came in and out. I thought it was Rotter. Apparently it wasn't. And then, of course, they're in punt formation. I, I think what, what the coaching staff for Daniel Boone is thinking on that one is, you know, they don't want to see that scoreboard get to 60 because that's that's where we're going we're going to 60 good thing so you know they're it, trying it could to, happen in a hurry it, it can happen yeah. in a hurry so yeah. he said you know what let's not get cute let's punt the football and make them earn the yardage on the field 
42-7. We've got a running clock. Five and a half to go here in the fourth. Exeter out on the field. They're in the gun. Here's the snap, the handoff. We've got a new QB. And I believe it's going to be Jacob Hafer, a six foot, 175 pound sophomore. So Zach Zandier in for one play, he comes off. And Hafer had a nice uh, touchdown pass to uh, Frantic in the scrimmage last weekend um, that looked really, really good. It was probably about a 60 yard bomb. Some other players in the game, Aiden Rhodes, a six foot one, 152 pound junior at the wide receiver. Jaden Ware in there, a 6'1", 145 sophomore. Of course, we've talked about him coming up with some big plays in basketball yep. during their championship stretch. Aiden Rhodes is also another guy um, who can be a really good wide receiver on the outside. He's tall, he's got length, and he can run. He's like a gazelle, so waiting for him to get more chances and opportunities in this electrifying set of skill players that we have on this Eagles football team. Boston in there running back. Two Exeter run plays, no yards, so it's third and ten. Here's Boston trying to go off the left end. There's nothing there. Just a matter of running the clock right now. It'll make it fourth and ten. Maybe even a loss of a yard or two. And Exeter will punt it away. Nate Pashley didn't see him on the field in the punting capacity in the second half very much at all. Max Hefner, Ethan Kryman back for Daniel Boone. What a beautiful night to get a W. Gorgeous night. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Here's the snap. Pashley has it. He averaged over 30 yards a kick a year ago. This one whittles its way down to the 43 of Boone, and that's where they will, they will take over first and 10. Sometimes you get a little tongue-tied in this position. It, it happens, man. It's, it's a long day up here in the booth, you know. Uh, it's, it's hard work. That's one of the things that I learned when I first started working with you guys. You make it look really easy and you make it sound easy, but it's not. It's hard work. It's heavy lifting. This is hard work? Oh, man, you know, can, can you see the perspiration on my forehead, you know? I remember perspiration when I was jumping in the hell out of a truck. <laughs> yeah, I, well, yeah, you, you, UPS days. This is easy, buddy. You know, I worked there for three weeks, and I swear that job put hair on my chest. Rodder's in the gun. He's rolling right. He's looking. He's looking. Throws it. Nice job moving on the ball early. That was Justin Prizer on the defense, a 5'11", 146-pound junior. Prizer's a really tough kid, man. Uh, known him and his family for years, great family. But he just, he never gives up. He's relentless. He has a motor. And although he's sometimes undersized compared to some, some of these kids out here, he's got the heart of a lion. And if you give him a chance, he'll knock your block off. Second and 10. Ball on the 44-yard line. Rotter in the gun. Rotter actually a converted wide receiver 
from the 2021 oh, season. Nice. He makes a completion on the right-hand side to Max Hefner. He makes a move upfield. Get into Eagles territory, crossing the 45. Give him the 42. It's a first down. So we've got the uh, second-team defense out here now. Uh, you see Logan Wegman coming off. Uh, Zach Zandier coming off. Uh, I said Logan Wegman. I, I said the wrong thing. I don't. He might still be out there. I don't see him. <clears throat> inside, yeah, he's still out there. Inside a minute and a half to go. Rodgers in the gun. Fellas, who do we want to talk to post-game? Oh, good question, Jerry. I haven't even given it consideration. Um, I've been so... How about Riley Martinez? His first start under the lights. I, I, I say the start, but his first... His first game of, or do we go with someone who maybe had some big play capability? I mean, for me, is is Zaymar Paschal. Um, I well, like Zaymar. I, 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 for me, I say Zaymar. I'm going Zaymar. Hey, why not? Yeah, he's got it's, a few long TD runs. Absolutely, it's time. Let's do it. I've got a feeling we're going to be able to talk to a lot of different players yeah. as this season progresses. I was just getting ready to say that when when Jerry asked the question. I was like, oh, my goodness, who do you pick? There's so many people who have had good, has had a great game that you just. Rodder takes it inside the 30. We're inside of 20 seconds to go. Gentlemen, a running Muhlenberg. clock, and unfortunately, Rodder has not gotten back up after oh, that no. run and hit. Well, and <clears throat> that's, that's part of my point. I mean, get the starters out of here. Why is he still in the game? He's your starting quarterback. Why is he still in the game? At, at what is that on the clock? Two minutes and 20, 22 seconds. 22 seconds. And you're seconds. getting blown out 42 to 17. Yeah. But your starting quarterback is still in there for who, for what, why? Tell me that. Well, I think, uh, you know, maybe some of that is he's a senior. He wants to play. And, you know, coach is going to give him that opportunity out there. I mean, I agree with you. It's That's a, good a situation you there. need to you need to take care of him so he can be your QB all year long. But I've got a feeling sometimes the emotional aspect overrides that. Does Zaymar have one or two TDs? I think Zaymar has two. two. Okay. Two. We're getting Ava prepped up. All right, sounds uh, good. Zaymar. And in Mule, at, up in Muhlenberg, they are in overtime. Oh, let's go. What I is picked, the score there? Hey, I picked Muhlenberg in the Mike Drago pigskin weekly pick thing. So I am pulling Muhlenberg hard. Yes. Let's go, Mules. We all are good, doing that. Good to see Dean Rotter on his feet walking off the field. Hopefully he just had the wind knocked out of him. Obviously nothing too serious Thank there. Thank goodness to see him get up, man. You know, go, man, go go get a sip of Gatorade and you already watch the film and, and learn from this game and get better. That should be the last <clears throat> play of the game. They'll wind the clock. It'll it'll go. Go ahead and wind it. <laughs> and at that point, it's going to be the last play of the game. And Exeter comes away with the opening game of the 2023 season. A victory, 42-7 over the Daniel Boone Blazers. We will be back with post-game comments after these commercial messages. You've been listening to the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gellif Media. 
When it comes to making plans, you are the best. What about those round trips, which are perfect on your way there and perfect on your way back? Or those meetings with friends, surprise parties, camps, birthdays. The same way you plan for the important moments, start planning to protect you and your loved ones from a natural disaster. Sign up for local weather and emergency alerts. Prepare an emergency kit and make a family communications plan. Get started at ready.gov slash plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. It's football season, and the new Birdies Inn is your place for all the big games. Featuring more than 30 TVs and NFL Sunday ticket, so you won't miss a single game, college or pro. Entertainment every day of the week. Good food, good service, good prices, and great people. That's the new Birdies Inn. Located at Five Points in Exeter, 160 Old Friedensburg Road, where they remind you to have fun and be kind. Every team, every game, all season long. That's the kind of unmatched Berks County football coverage MikeDragosSports.com brings to you, and it's just a click away. For profiles of the top players in Berks football, season previews of every Berks team, projections for every team in the Lancaster Lebanon League, team photo galleries, and history and stats you can't find anywhere else, turn to MikeDragosSports.com. Take advantage of our seven-day free trial from now through the end of the month. Football coverage you can't find anywhere else. That's MikeDragosSports.com. It's football season, and the new Birdies Inn is your place for all the big games. Featuring more than 30 TVs and NFL Sunday ticket, so you won't miss a single game, college or pro. Entertainment every day of the week. Good food, good service, good prices, and great people. That's the new Birdies Inn. Located at Five Points in Exeter, 160 Old Friedensburg Road, where they remind you to have fun and be kind. The best Italian food in Muhlenberg can be found at Margarita's Restaurant and Bar, 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. You can get a great sit-down meal, pizza, sandwiches, burgers, wings, and so much more at Margarita's. The chicken and veal marcella are to die for, and the pasta is second to none. Plan your next meal or party at Margarita's. Stop in before or after the next game. That's Margarita's Restaurant and Bar. 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. We are back at Riften while we get our stat lines and everything else together. Nate, let's talk about how this game came together. We talked about it a little slow at first. Yep. I think it was a matter of Coach Bauer kind of not necessarily knowing what he had. Starts with Nate. Mm. They drive the field, so things are looking really good. Mm -hmm. They shoot themselves in the foot. A fumbled snap, a penalty mm, pushes them sloppy, right? pushes them out. Round. That's right. It's one of those where it all looked good, then a few plays really pushes them out. But it, it kind of showed them, hey, we can move the ball if we have to. <laughs> and then, of course, they turn the reins over to Riley Martinez. Well, you know, I'm still kind of befuddled and baffled uh, why he wasn't in from the beginning. But you know what? It doesn't matter. What matters is what happened afterwards and how the game ultimately progressed, which was really heavily in the Eagles' favor. And we just went out there and executed the X's and O's better than Daniel Boone tonight. Indeed we did. You take a look at the scoring. 
It took a little bit. We talked about it going back and forth. But then Riley Martinez hits Jaden Zandier. Of course, we've been talking about Zach. But Jaden Zandier running a fantastic corner route. Riley hits him 31 yards in the right corner of the end zone. Ten mm -hmm. minutes into the second quarter. Of course, the two-point conversion had to make an appearance tonight because we talk about it. Uh, Carter Redding with four last year, half of that half today, of that today. Uh, with a nice little pass, shuttle pass there to Aiden Dauble, and it's 8 nothing. Then we go to big play. Carter Redding, the 248 mark of the second, 40 yards on that run, and, of course, Zach Zandier. And just like that, quick hit, it's 15 nothing. Yeah, and... <clears throat> 15 nothing, and you can start to see uh, the spirits of Exeter pick up. Are we going to Ava, Jerry? All right, so we have Ava down with Zaymar Paschal. We'll go to her now. Turn it on. Turn your mic on. Turn your mic on. Hang on. We're going to continue talking here. We're going to see if we can get yeah. Ava's attention. Yeah, she'll. There she'll, you go. She'll, she's she's going to the mic now. Yeah, I don't think she knows it's on. But at any rate, you know, once once they got that. Make sure we got our uh, mind right mentally and physically. Thank you very much. How does it feel when you get those touchdowns, when you got that first one? Uh, you know, it feels good. It feels good. It feels amazing. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yep, thank you. Uh, All right. We are back. Ava moving around. And credit to her. The uh, her, her foot, she's just out of a boot. She's actually wearing, you know, a little bit of an ankle support, but doing very well <laughs> out there, ambulating on the sidelines. Doing really well. Doing yep. really well. Trying to get Bauer. We're going to wait. Coach Bauer walking over. He talked to uh, another individual with MikeDragosports.com. He's got, oh, Coach Bauer sauntering. Over to uh, Ava Strauss. Right, tell, tell him, on a hop, coach. Come on, man. On a hop, coach. What you doing? <laughs> All right, and we'll go down to the field to Ava Strauss. Oh, man. I am now with Coach Bauer, also the chem teacher at our high school. Outstanding game tonight. Congratulations on the first win against Daniel Boone. What goes through your mind after watching your players play such an amazing game? Well, again, you know, you really know, never know what you're going to get in the first game. There's a lot of things that need to be cleaned up. There's a lot of, you know, anxiety in these kids. They've worked so hard since February, and this is the first time they get to show their progress. I mean, we made a lot of mistakes early mm -hmm. in the first quarter. We stopped ourselves. We shot ourselves in the foot. But, again, in the end, our line came to play. We started to control the line of scrimmage. And, again, it was a very much – a balanced game tonight. I mean, our running backs ran really, really well. Our quarterback did a nice job of spreading the ball around, and, you know, it, it, it was a good first game. There's a tremendous amount of things that need to be cleaned up, though. Awesome. Aside from those things that need to be cleaned up, what do you think was the number one thing that the boys did best tonight? Uh, they competed and they played hard, you, you know what I mean? And it, it always, for us, starts up front. If we can control the line of the scrimmage on both sides of the ball, we have a chance to be successful, and that's what we challenge them to do week in and week out, and definitely tonight they answered the call. Awesome. Thank you very much. Back to you, Jerry. We are back in the Exeter Sports Network booth. We talked about those first three, actually two touchdowns. We got to 15-0. Zaymar Paschal, mm -hmm. I'll tell you what, we saw this out of him last year <coughs> as well. It's just a matter of he has a combination. He may not be the biggest guy in mm -hmm. the room, 
But you want to talk about running over those shoulder pads, <laughs> running downhill, and uh -huh. the speed to go with it. Yeah. He looks for contact. He's a force to be reckoned with, and we're going to see a lot of him this year. You are, and just because you're not the biggest guy in the room doesn't mean that you're not necessarily one of the toughest in the room. <clears throat> and, you know, you can't question Zaymar's heart. As Ian Kelsey walks up to the booth, what's going on, good brother? You can't question Zaymar Paschal's heart. And when he has his head strapped on right, he is going to be one of the fiercest players in Berks County. And, you know, again, I'm glad that he's finally able to get his just due on the big stage so he can get his name called. You know, a lot of these guys are kind of considered underdogs. The the, the Nate Govans, the Tyler Flanders, the Zaymar Paschals. You know, you don't hear any talk about those guys, but you're seeing tonight that they showed up. And it's time. It's time for them. So just really happy. And, yeah, I am a little biased because I'm an Exeter guy, and I've coached probably 75% of the kids on the team. But it is, it's emotional to watch them finally get a chance to shine and do their thing. The 8.32 mark of the third saw another big play. That was a recurring theme tonight. Mm -hmm. Pharrell Caceres, a 40-yard TD run, mm. and it wouldn't be complete unless Carter Redding takes the snap. It's a little low, apparently. He runs to the <laughs> left corner of the end zone, has to lower his head, take on a few defenders, but he won't be denied. Well, and he's another one that, <clears throat> excuse me, does not shy away from contact. You know, we, I couldn't tell you how many times I've had to tell Carter, hey, man, why don't you run out of bounds for once? Why don't you not try to run over somebody? But it's just in him. He initiates contact, and whoever that kid was that he ran over in the corner of the end zone, he's going to have nightmares about that tonight. Indeed he will. So at that point, 29 nothing Exeter pretty much had it on cruise control. Yeah, They're able to stop. Daniel Boone on a fourth down. They take over, drive down, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven play drive. Riley Martinez takes it across from the one, uh, makes it, it was sandwiched around the Daniel Boone touchdown. That made it 35-7. They get a fumble recovery. And then Zumor Boston, another another running back, when I see him very much like Zaymar, mm -hmm. put together very similarly yep. where you give him some open spots. The acceleration is incredible. He'll hit that hole, and he'll be gone. And, again, <laughs> you're 100% right. We got to just make sure that these guys are getting the opportunities and getting the looks. <clears throat> and one thing that Zumar has going for him is that he's young, and he's coming up to play on a year where we've lost a wealth of talent that was here before. So there's room for him to play. Guys like uh, Zaymar Paschal and Pharrell, didn't get as much touches because you had a Richie Karstein. And, you know, nothing against Richie Karstein, but he's a converted linebacker, not a true running back. Getting all that rock last year. Now some of these guys are getting a chance. So it's going to be a long day for these teams out here who are looking to tackle our running backs, specifically when the offensive line plays as well as it plays tonight. I think they are the true MVPs, along with the defensive line. I mean, up front, we just beat these guys up tonight. Absolutely. Certainly the size that Exeter has up front. We talked about it. The McConnell boys going 230. <laughs> yeah. Nate Govan, the second. Junior. <laughs> Junior. Going about 220. Uh, Keegan Sneering. Sabatka. Sneeringer Sabatka. I had to say Sneeringer right. He goes about 230. So 
you've got the size up front, and it's not only on the offensive side of the ball. It's on the defensive side, too, and mm-hmm. that's what wore Daniel Boone down tonight. Certainly, they might have been able to take care of it on one side. Two-way players, you got to go on the other side against a set of fresh individuals that are that size. It's going to be a long night, and that's what it turned into. Rotation, rotation, rotation. And I, I bet you if we ever uh, get Bauer up here as I watch him walk away, you know, he's he's going to have to speak to how well his his depth chart is helping him out. You know, Cameron Howe is that. Genuine Stutzman, Aiden Dobble, uh, the other defensive lineman that we all spoke about, that he's just rotating in guys and – it's hard to keep up with that when you're tired, when you're gassed, when you, your guys are out here cramping up on the field, Darren. It's hard to keep up with that. So it's just a beautiful thing to watch, and I hope that we can sustain it to the best of our abilities. Absolutely. Well, game number one of the 2023 season in the books. It is a W for Exeter, 42-7. We look to next week, Jerry. What do we have going on? We have Boyertown at Boyertown, and we are going to hope to be able to get into that stadium because, as you know. Do I need to make a phone call, Jerry? We have some issues with that AD. Oh, no. Oh, no. You know what? We need to get that rectified. What am I going to say this guy? Donuts or something? Tom make a call. Yeah. 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 So Exeter at Boyertown next week, 7 o'clock. Lord willing, 645 on the Boys. Exeter Sports Network. Let's hear it for Ava. Ava. Ava, fantastic. Good yes. job. Good Ava job. has Good made job. an appearance here in the booth. Ava, a fantastic job on your uh, your opening night. Thank you. You're, you're, you're feeling accomplished, right? Yeah, definitely. Solid game. I think my next one will definitely be better. The best is yet to come, Ava. It's coming. It's getting, you're going to get better. All right, but you know what? She's doing it right. She's not saying I knocked it out of the park today. She's saying, wait till next week. I'll be even better, which we know then it's going to be fantastic. But she did knock it out of the park. She did. So fantastic. It has been awesome. Uh, Colin, tonight's game with you, you did a great job down there. So we, we, look we were forward both a little nervous today, forward. Ava and I coming in, being her first broadcast in my first football game. Um, but, you know, we get the jitters out, Ava. We make it through the broadcast, and we'll go back, listen to it, see where we can improve. And come back ten times stronger. Junior, yes, it's Junior. junior. It's Junior. <laughs> the the first of many, dare I say? Yes. So yes. I just really have one more question. Go ahead. Yep. I'm looking at our crew. I see a blue shirt. I see a blue shirt. I see a blue shirt, and I see a lumberjack shirt. Oh man! Why yeah. do I see a lumberjack shirt? Um, you know what? To be honest with you. My Jerry Gellif media shirt is hanging up in the closet, <laughs> and it, it looks good there. But I put on these these uh, these salmon colored shorts, and I got on my Wallabies, my Wallaby moccasins here. You, you got a rep to uphold. Yeah, I mean, and you know, <laughs> next week I'll, I'll have the shirt on. Good look golly, right. what an excuse! <laughs> it, it was a fashion. It was a fashion call. Yeah, I think that's where he went. <laughs> is it the same shirt you have on on your press pass? Uh, no. This oh, okay. I, I, I kind of glanced no, in a is. hurry. That's the same it's one. Close. <laughs> it's close, but no. It's close, but no. <laughs> All right. Jerry, anything else? Again, we thank our sponsors nope. uh, as far as margaritas and the birdies in. That's it. Yeah. 
Let New Birdies in MikeDragoSports.com. Mike Drago. Very important. Of course. We, we're, we're developing a nice partnership with these guys, and, and, you know, we're helping each other out, and it's great. And thanks to everybody in the ground crew and everybody in the stadium and to Tom Legath and Tom Campbell, the, uh, the, the principal. high school principal, yep. and Christy Howler, the superintendent, for having us back for another year. We're here. We're making it happen, and we'll be back next week. Let's be excited about this team after this right. amazing win. Absolutely grateful for everybody involved. Friends, I think that basically wraps it up here at Riften for the Exeter Sports Network team. Uh, yes. Oh, wait, hold on. I'm going to throw this over. Oh, wait a minute. We, we've got Ava. Ava would like to make a quick comment before we go off the air. It's all you. I want to make a special thanks to our Exeter Blue crew and the students involved in it. Yeah, we all started our game out um, Hawaiian-themed. There has been a lot of fires in Hawaii recently, and we decided to wear that tonight in support of that. So thank you to all the kids who joined that. the Blue crew and wore all of their Hawaiian gear. And, Ava, I love that you, in the beginning of the broadcast, how you gave the Blue crew love. Um, keep doing that. They're an intricate part of the energy that's on the football field that translates to the team. So that's a great job by you in the Blue Crew. Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks for pointing that out. Yeah, the Blue Crew, not only in football, of course, uh, we talk about the guys there in basketball, too. Obviously, oh, very, very vocal yeah. there. So <laughs> fantastic. Uh, nice call out there. All right. That'll wrap it up for us in Riften for Nate Govan, Ava Strauss, Jerry Gellif. Anybody final last words, guys? Can't wait for next week. Oh, he turned you off One already. more time. Can't wait for next week. <laughs> All yeah, right. man. Can't wait for next week. Your final here in Riften, Exeter 42, Daniel Boone 7. We will see you next week. Thanks for joining us. It's the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gellif Media. Thank you for joining us for Exeter Eagles football on the Exeter Sports Network. The game has been brought to you by the new Birdies Inn, located at Five Points in Exeter, MikeDragoSports.com, the best high school sports coverage in Berks County, and Margarita's Pizzeria in Laureldale. Join us next week when the Eagles fly down 562 to take on the Boyertown Bears. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gelliff Media. Good night. Good night.